0: Hi, everyone. You know what time of year it is. It's time for the second annual Grave Talk Podcast Worst in Show series. The series where we take the worst rated movie of a horror franchise and then we give it the Grave Talk treatment. We just just go in there, bash the hell out of it, bring it up, raise it up, praise its accolades. Accolades or alkalades? It's not alkalades. Alkalides. Alcohol? Alcohol. Alcohol. We drunk as shit. <laughs> no. Um, so, no, you know the deal. We're here for another year, so strap in. We've got four entries this year for you. So every week this month, you'll be getting a new Grave Talk episode where we talk about the worst in show, and at the end, we will crown a victor. And you know what? Maybe after the third year, we'll have the three go head to head, or I guess we could do four. I don't want to re-talk about these again. No, we just have to rate them real fast. If <laughs> I
1: ever have to watch these movies again, I would be disappointed.
2: And speaking on that note... These alcoholic accolades are going to be very, very mild. I'll give you that much.
0: Oh, that was a nice little, like, speaking on that note, you could be like, like a, all you grave talk. I wasn't done talking about accolades.
2: All you creatures from cyberspace, thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grave Talk Podcast. My name is Mark, as always, joined with Garrett and John, and we're back, I guess it's been a year since the last time we did this. I guess it was 2020 pre-pandemic,
1: huh? Approximately, yeah.
2: That seems like a decade ago. hmm But we're bringing out one of the uh, entries in a long-running horror franchise. Uh, I think our rules were they had to have at least five. At least five entries in the series. So this one is coming in with nine. Oh. I believe. I believe that is correct. Yes. Okay. That being Saw 3D slash the final Saw.
0: The Saw inning. Saw, saw the final chapter. That's it. Also known as Saw 3D. Also known as Saw 7.
1: Wait, this was called the final chapter?
0: Yes, this was called the final chapter. So they
1: just straight up stole uh, Friday the the uh, thirteenth title. Well, it was.
0: It was. Yeah. I wow. guess they did. Fucking thieves. But thieves. this was supposed to be a two-part movie.
2: God. what two parts? Where would they have cut it? Uh, where would they saw it? The, in the half?
0: very end of this movie was supposed to be the middle cliffhanger, and then there was supposed to be additional storyline after that to kind of wrap it all up. With let's just get this out of the way, we're gonna fuck up Carrie Ewell's... Ulls, Ullis. use his name. Uh,
1: character name, Doctor Grant Michaels, Doctor Um
2: How to pronounce <laughs> Carrie?
1: Now, it's Wesley from the Princess Bride. Here's the thing: if there's anything, this movie didn't need it was more story. I don't know if it's like regular for the Saw series, but there's already like seven stories going on in this movie at once.
0: Well, after the the poor performance of Saw 6, they decided to cut this down to a single movie, so they try to combine the two part story into one.
1: Oh. So Excellent decision making. Uh, nothing ever goes wrong when they make decisions like that. Uh, as Saw 7. Carrie L. Wes. I don't that's think that's computer right. Says. <laughs> <Carrie L. West. laughs> that
2: seems even more wrong. Let's slow it down.
1: Carrie L. Wes.
2: Oh, that's normal speed.
0: Okay. Carrie Yules. <laughs> Elwes. I know at least two people out there that are getting furious at me for saying this wrong. Oh. Anyway, Wesley from The Princess Bride is back in this chapter as a surprise guest. Were he- you surprised, John?
1: I, uh, thankfully, they, they don't expect me to remember who he was because <laughs> they showed me who he was like... 57 times. So, no, by that point, I wasn't terribly surprised. Um, but also, I didn't know what was happening, which really <laughs> sucks out all sorts of surprise possibility because I don't, you didn't even know I was supposed to be surprised.
2: Well, let me tell you the franchise that is Saw is so bloated and just ripping at the seams with nonsensical plot to justify how a cancer patient was able to surgically implant keys in people, uh, set up these traps while mm-hmm. also bedridden. But, you know, you, you make enough of these and you got to keep stitching pieces <laughs> onto the storyline. And at some point it gets away from you. And at this point, we are far, far away from you.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I guess my first question, because I think it's important for me to know this immediately, is was Jigsaw involved in any of these traps?
2: Technically, yes. yes. At
1: the wow. very
0: end. Remember the very oh. end?
1: So, OK, that last <laughs> one. How would he? OK. OK, we'll get there.
0: We'll whoa, get whoa, whoa, there. whoa, 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 whoa. Let's first off. Let's point out that John, which Saw films have you seen?
1: Okay, so theoretically, I have seen most of them.
0: Theoretically, now, or r- really,
1: <laughs> I haven't seen it. In
0: theory, communism works. <laughs>
1: Practically, any of them, since they were uh, in the theaters, so okay. long, long time ago. Now, I remember Saw one. That one's pretty famous. I remember the one where they were in the house. Two. 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 Okay, i like two. And then I don't remember anything until there's a trap where some guy is strapped to a bed and a pendulum is cutting him in half. Yeah,
2: that was like four or five. Okay.
1: And then I don't remember, and then it's gone until uh, the one with the laser.
2: Jigsaw. 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 (laughs) The one after this one. Yeah, um, I believe four, five, and six, or it might have been five, six, and seven, are all the same story stretched over three movies involving... A police officer
0: who is a copycat, or his jigsaw partner. It's four, five, and six. Okay. Are and, and including this one too, and seven. Oh, uh, so Hoffman. they started that far. Hoffman is the okay. Hoffman is the copycat killer. Okay, so I he, am
1: supposed to know who Hoffman is. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. So, okay. so this is how it breaks down. Okay. <laughs> Saw franchise. Gary just suffered through all of them back to back, all the way from number one all the way to Book of Saw, Spiral, whatever it is, um, with Chris Rock and uh, Samuel S. Jackson Samuel H. S. <S. S. Jackson. Samuel sauce. <laughs> it's a makeup meatball I'll make a big of sauce for you. Saw one through three, connecting storyline. It's a trilogy. Honestly, I really, really enjoy Saw 1 through 3. I think the stories – it gets a little convoluted, but it actually does tie up nicely. It brings all the components back. I think it is a very well-done, thought-out storyline that kind of like makes you go like, oh – Oh wow That was connected to that And this is this Wow that's crazy So is Saw 3 The one where he has to get Brain surgery Yes And they
2: strap the bombs To the doctor's neck Yes
0: Oh I remember that one yeah. Okay And then that's the the girl uh, Amy or Amber or Whatever her fucking name is um, Oh the the, the underling his, his protege From the first movie The very first victim We see in the The very first Saw movie mm-hmm. She's been helping him Through all these And then um, What
1: happens to her Cause she's her, gone she by gets, seven she,
0: she has a test That's the thing Is like she finds out That like one of the people Who killed someone is the person in front of her and she has the opportunity to let it go or kill that person out of revenge. And he keeps telling her, um, if you played this game and you're
2: hearing this now, you've failed your test. Yes.
0: Basically he's like, Mm. like, there's one final test. Don't worry. And she's like, well, I'm not in the game. So, but the test was, is can she learn to let things go? Obviously she couldn't bada bing, bada boom. Everyone gets all fucked up. And then I saw three and this is a whole like, wow, that was crazy intertwined and connected. Great. Part four comes out with some bombastic nonsense plot. You find out that later on, at the end of four, that it's a copycat killer. Five and six are very much like, and it's an interconnected story between the ex-wife, Jigsaw's history, his backstory, Hoffman being the uh, copycat, and cops and the FBI who are trying to bring him down. It's complete convoluted trash. Uh, some of the kills and stuff are very entertaining, but for the most part. You can just wipe them off the face of the earth. No problem. This one comes back in and says, we're going we're gonna to wrap up that Hoffman storyline with a nice little bow, but what if we pulled it all back to the very, very, very beginning? Pointless. <laughs> Absolutely pointless. But we get Wesley from The Princess Bride back, which was kind of cool. Carrie Elwes. And we get some pretty interesting uh, traps this time.
2: So I want to maybe grade these movies going forward, at least this worst in show on a particular scale. Let's give it an A, is it bad? B, is it fun? Okay, because I think you can be a bad movie and still be fun. You can be bad and good at the same time on I both agree. of those. So let's, let's, let's pronounce that because I don't think anybody who is going to come to the table with going, Saw is my favorite franchise of all time, that they give a shit about this soap opera nonsense that takes place between the traps. I think they're going to see people mutilated. I think that's exactly what people want out of these movies. Yeah. So I kind of want to give it a grading scale there.
1: I think one thing that was interesting is you said you like these traps. I thought all of these traps were terrible. Well, you also <laughs>
0: don't remember four five and six. Okay, fair enough. So fair enough. That's there's true. Some, there's some there's some real bangers and there's some real flops and it just it depends. Uh, one thing I did find out in this movie, they filmed all the trap scenes at the very end of filming. They didn't do any of these in advance. These are sure, the last things they found. Why filmed. not get all the
2: blood <laughs> shipped in on the last day of filming. Let's just <laughs> knock them all out.
1: It's definitely a good idea to use your most special effects-heavy uh, scenes all the way at the end when you're out of time and can't make them good. So Yeah,
0: yeah why do the stuff that could basically put you over budget or cause you to revamp your scheduling at the beginning?
2: Yeah, I do have some questions about the selection of people because obviously it's not Jigsaw picking the people anymore, so it's kind of widened. Yeah. You know, it seemed like the one through three, there was a very specific pick of who Jigsaw was placing in these traps. Now, like this one's like... I want to play a game. You're a racist. <laughs> it's
3: like, <laughs> all
1: right.
0: <laughs> that seems a little broad. Yeah, why just, did you pick
1: these racists? So one of, the, one of the
0: plot lines of one of the previous movies was that um, <clears throat> someone else who was invo- involved with Jigsaw was like, you're not even following the game correctly anymore. Now you're just killing to kill. I feel like that was four. I, it might have been four yeah. or something like that. But basically, Hoffman gets called out for basically like, this isn't what it's about you're you're just torturing people who did wrong. It's, you're not giving them an opportunity. I know one of them has a major plot point where it's all like, oh, you didn't that. give them an opportunity to get away. And that's the whole point of these. They've got to learn to be better and... and a pound of flesh for you know a second chance and yeah. Hoffman wasn't doing that and I know that was a big point of contention with some of the characters. Yeah, there's yeah. like
1: no way to win the traps in exactly, one of the Exactly, yeah. exactly.
2: There's sure. a jigsaw inner circle of people that all are kind of connected to these traps loosely. His widow, Hoffman, uh, the doctor, Carrie who <laughs> <laughs>
1: Carrie Elwes,
2: and there's probably a couple other people but th- when you're saying he's being confronted by others he's being confronted by one of these inner circle people like you don't understand the game you know yes. that kind of thing
0: or even like the cops who are like this isn't what it was about i'm not part of it but i know this is all wrong baby yeah the one with the cop who had to basically decide whether or not his his lesson was he had to go through all these like crazy events to like you can't save everybody how do you make peace with that and his whole thing was like trying to find a way to live and choose who dies based off the search circumstance. That was a pretty cool plot device. That movie sucked, but um, that was a really cool idea. Like these movies always have like really interesting little like ideas or some of them have really cool like background like concepts. But man, sometimes the execution is just way the fuck off.
2: Wasn't
1: there? I
2: feel like the execution is on the
0: level of a soap opera. Like, that's what these feel like to me. Around five, I definitely will say they look feel like made-for-TV <laughs> movies.
2: As the world turns, plus table
0: saws.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they really love saws in this one, particularly. Can
2: I just say also that if they reboot this franchise and start naming conventions and start fucking it up, can they just start going by, like, seesaw, table saw, buzz saw? And then Aww. just name them that way.
1: That'd be great. Bone saws ready. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that one we'll call. Bone Saw, the final macho manning. Oh,
1: <laughs> love it. Um,
0: I actually kind of like the spiral of the book of saw. I like the book of saw moniker right. to basically just kind of going forward, say, Hey, this is related to saw in some form or fashion. Um, it'll be interesting to see where the franchise goes though, after spiral came out, because I don't think it did so hot.
2: And I don't think you mentioned you're watching it on this. Uh, you said you were going to, so do you oh. recommend book of saw? Ooh. Um,
0: I do, and I don't. If you like a, if you like a cheesy cop procedural, and um, you, you really like the Saw franchise, you might enjoy this movie. Some of the kills are pretty unique. There's some really great visual um, like cinematography with the kills in Spiral. I really like Chris Rock. I don't think he's like the world's greatest actor, but I think he does an amazing job in this movie. Um, I'd say the plot is definitely a C. The, is it better than this one? Oh yeah, I would rather watch. I would rather watch Spiral than this movie, uh, hands down. Uh, the kills are definitely in the high B, some of them A category for Spiral. I really like the pig uh, puppet in Spiral, but the fact that they used a voice that sounds like <laughs> a guy like, "Hi mom, it's Jeff. I'm gonna pick up some stuff from the store today. Let me know if you need anything." Salvation was offered but it was declined. He thinks he's jigsaw. And if you're going to point fingers, Wall Street Bridge, I know that place. You should start by pointing them at yourselves. It now sounds this, like a guidance counselor basically leaving a message because so you missed your appointment as opposed to like, oh, I want to play a game. So this pig puppet is replacing the little guy on yes, the tricycle? Yes, he's placing the jigsaw on the, or Billy, I think is what his name is. Oh, Billy the, the Puppet. Billy the Puppet. Hmm,
3: that sounds I, ha- like I a have
0: downgrade. a note here for this movie. It's like, do you think he outsources these puppet heads or do you think he makes them himself? Oh, yeah, I
2: got a big question about that. Where <laughs> is the fucking puppet manufacturer? Why don't we go to that guy and figure out who's
1: buying all these well, damn puppets? He's got to have a whole team of vendors that help <laughs> right. him set up, and contractors. Like, there's no way he, and this guy, as one person, is doing all this carpentry We're for talking all these about traps. about Hoffman. Yeah. Uh, Hoffman, Jigsaw, any of them. This is These are very complicated construction equipment they are uh, setting up. Yeah. yeah. Well
0: we do find out that uh that Jigsaw, Tobin Bell, um the actor Tobin Bell, uh Jigsaw, we find out that he does have all these people working for him. And we get like little drips of this throughout the series. So it kind of makes sense for him to be like, oh, okay, I can see how he could pull this off. But Hoffman
1: seems like a one-man show. I can only imagine him like conversing with the general contractor, showing him the blueprints. They're like, wait, so you want hooks on these chains? Uh, Are you (laughs) sure? That's very unsafe. He's like, trust me, this is just the the setup that I want for this particular uh, construction. Well, his
0: CRT TV budget's got to be astronomical because there's TVs (laughs) all over this city
2: just in case a trap pops up. To be fair. In 2010, you could walk down every street corner and pick one up off the curb.
0: Hear that, Smash Brothers <laughs> community? It's a golden era for you.
2: Yeah, no, really though. Uh, every every uh, trap has a little. Billy the puppet that rolls out and offers to play a game. It's not like he's going and picking up his toy after the crime. <laughs>
0: you know, I, I mean? love the way the puppets were introduced in this movie though. Like before they're all kind of like just sitting in a corner and the light goes on, and it's like, hi, wanna play a game? And like this one, it was like it'd smash through a window in a fucking cage, <laughs> or it roll out in a fucking like, like a Macy's store display. It's like, hey everybody.
1: It's like like, oh hello. Imagine the room in the police department where they gotta keep all these fucking puppets. puppets.
0: <laughs> That's our Billy room. Yeah. <laughs> they got him answering phones. 911, what's your problem?
2: Uh, I think the director and the writers are like, you know, that Kool Aid man? Let's give Billy some of that energy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's give him some of that big Kool Aid man energy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's play a game.
1: Hitting <laughs> him with the razzle dazzle.
0: <laughs>
1: Is that a flavor? Oh,
0: no. <laughs> a <raspberry>? I would <laughs> that... love if like razzle dazzle was a creepy Kool Aid flavor. Um, so let's get into the plot real quick. I mean, well, let's get through the details first. Oh, yeah. We forgot about the details. We skipped over that.
1: Much like the movie uh this <laughs> podcast is all over the place
2: <laughs> so saw seven slash 3d slash uh, the final t- chapter the chapter finally <laughs> the, the chapter <laughs> came out in 2010 correct
0: are you asking us, yeah, or I, telling I, us? I didn't
2: write down the date i, I believe think it was that's 2010. Correct. yes according to imdb 2010 in the in the fervor of the 3d movie going era yeah so many of these movies were coming out in 3d we got another one in the works that's coming uh, probably next Next week. episode. Yeah. Back that's to back
1: episode. 3D. You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine all the
2: eyeballs popping at you in audio form.
1: This one seemed to use the 3D less than the next one, uh, Final Destination, where they were, they were full on. Let's just throw shit at the screen, but we'll get there.
2: Yeah. So this one was written uh, by Patrick Melton and Marcus Dunstan. Uh, I bring them up because they have been involved in the Saw franchise for a little
1: while. Uh, as of Saw 4... They wrote all of them, and... So if I'm understanding right, when the series fell off a cliff, they (laughs) took over. (laughs) They
2: took all the shitty threads and tied them together and made a four-movie arc with this Hoffman character.
0: And let's be fair real quick. Even though we don't, like, necessarily dig the storyline of this, they were able to kick out five movies under their name. Like, I mean, they're doing something right. And Patrick
2: Melton, in particular, I wanted to bring him up because he wrote the scary stories of Tell in the Dark. So he did get kind of another big-budget movie, And he's slated uh, as the writer, along with Marcus Dunstan, to write Final Destination 6 that comes out next year.
0: No. There's
1: another one? Yep.
2: And it's going to surround people, uh, first responders.
1: Wait one second. Hold the phone. (laughs) I was told that 4 was the Final Destination.
2: (laughs) That's for next week. (laughs) We we don't don't have time for that now. (laughs) But yeah, these guys jump franchises. And uh, they're going to start writing
0: the next one of those. It's interesting they went to another franchise that basically is just interesting kills with, like, rando plots smashed in between These guys
1: know their strengths. They're like, this is what we're good at. Uh."
2: (laughs) Kevin Grudert is the director. Now, he in particular has been attached to the Saw series since the beginning, but he was the editor. Yeah, from, like, one one through five or six. One through five, and then he took the reins over, directed for a while, and that was basically it. I mean, he did something called Visions that came out in 2015, Jackals, and then he's kind of been quiet until he edited uh, something in 2021. So I thought it was interesting to see, like, do you think that happens a lot? Like somebody is on on a long franchise and they're like, oh, we don't have a director. Hey, Tony, why don't you get out of that editing bay and come sit down in the chair?
1: I do think that happens yeah. a lot. Yeah. Because well, I know, like in Star Trek, a lot of the actors ended up becoming directors. Uh, true.
2: William Shatner is f- credited for Star Trek V, the worst yeah. one ever.
1: Uh, Jonathan Franks did a whole bunch of them. He did specifically Final Contact, or First Contact and Insurrection. So That's
2: Riker, right? It is Riker, yeah. Okay. See, I still remember oh, something. Oh, you're
1: on it. Also, a uh, great TV show about the uh, fact or fiction.
2: Oh, Ripley's Believe It or Not? Yeah. <laughs> come to me, bro. <laughs> Your Jonathan Frakes <laughs> question. Guy
1: runs the fan club.
0: Well, what's <laughs> funny about that, Mark, is in 2010, news hit the director David Hackle was officially been like had officially been let go of the film. His replacement was to be series veteran Kevin Gruter. I think we're saying that right. Who directed Saw six and served as editor for Saw one through five? This move was due to the fact that Grutier had signed to direct Paranormal Activity two, which was scheduled to be released on the same day as this film. Fearing low box office grosses, Lionsgate enforced Grutier contractually obligation to finish this franchise. So they kind of basically made him direct this one because they were like, "Hey, your other film might fucking show us up." Interesting. Okay. So
1: did he end up directing Paranormal Activity two?
0: Great question. Looking it up right now.
2: And now I have a question. Which one made more money?
1: (laughs) Oh, definitely Paranormal (laughs) Activity. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Because Saw 7 was already running out of gas, but Paranormal Activity 2 was like a sequel to a huge hit.
2: They said Todd Williams directed Paranormal Activity 2. Oh Well, according
0: to IMDB, they said he was supposed to. Well, I guess some other bullshit happened there. Maybe oh. he couldn't do Paranormal Activity because he had to go do this one.
1: How pissed would you be to get pulled from Paranormal Activity 2, which, while not a great movie, is still miles ahead of Saw 7.
0: You could have worked with the great
2: Jason Bloom. Yeah. Mm. Uh, of House fame. Paranormal Activity 2 budget was $3 million and made $177 million.
1: Okay. A little and, bit of
2: change. Well, I think I said Saw 7 was done on a $20 million and made 136
1: Ooh, So Paranormal Activity 2 blew it out the water. Return yeah. on investment-wise. Wow.
2: All these franchises are coming back, too. We got a new Saw. Paranormal Activity is coming back. I mean- and... Final destination, the final
0: DNA.
1: I have no confidence in the new Paranormal Activity, but we'll see.
0: Uh, to be fair, though, we're always like saying we want fresh stuff, and then we get like *Malignant*, and we're like, "Do we want fresh stuff?" Uh, I mean, actually, I, we enjoyed *Malignant*, but um, I'm just saying, yeah. like, there's there's that whole point counterpoint that uh, horror fans make all the time. They want new shit, and they complain about new shit, and they want the old stuff although I'm still stoked about the Halloween revamp so I don't give a shit
1: yeah I would say y'all were, were reasonable about Malignant I mean you obviously didn't fully appreciate his awesomeness <laughs> but you were—you did fine
0: <laughs> you followed up did you <laughs> yeah if only someone was here to shed their insight on the matter if only if only <laughs> alright back to Saw 7 <laughs> slash the final chapter slash 3D here's who's in it this one stars well still top
2: billing even though he's barely in it Tobin Bell as Jigsaw Costas Mandalore as Hoffman Betsy Russell is Jill. Carrie Elwes. Elwes. I'm going to fuck it up on purpose now.
0: We should forward. just insert that like See? Elwes from the computer every time we say it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Anytime we mention by name, I'll just cut that in. <laughs> Carrie yeah, <I> Elwes.
1: <laughs> Carrie Elwes.
2: Now this one gets me and I was like, I'd recognize this name. Sean Patrick Flannery as Bobby. Do you know what he is most infamous for?
0: Bobby. Not that Bobby. No, I know this, but I looked it up. So I'm going to stay out. The
1: name sounded familiar to me too, but I couldn't put my finger on it. It It doesn't sound
0: familiar for the reasons you think it uh, does.
1: Okay.
2: He is powder in the titular powder movie.
1: Oh, I don't know what that movie is. Oh, really?
2: Yes. Oh. It's the boy boy who has no hair and is super pale, and he can control electricity. The one with the director who got busted for child porn shit.
1: No, unfamiliar. I've never heard of any of this. Terrible movie. Okay. Well, I'm
2: not going to watch it now. (laughs) That's why I called it Infamous. So I was really, I was like, oh, that guy. Uh, He was also in some other things, too. He's been around. We also have Chad Danella playing Detective Gibson. Worst actor in the movie. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. a lot to say about that. We'll get into that in a minute.
1: Oh, Chad, I hope you're tired.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Gina Holden as Joyce and Lawrence Anthony as Rogers. Hear um, me out,
1: Mark. Imagine, imagine this. You're an actor and you auditioned for Detective Gibson and mm-hmm. didn't get it. And you watch this movie and you see that fucking Chad is up there just hamming it up. How would that make you feel?
2: I'd find a new line of work. <laughs> if I'm not even that level, <laughs> then I need to quit. Uh, Here's what Rotten Tomatoes scores, saw the final chapter, 10% with the critics. So 90%
0: of the critics that watched it said, fuck that. You know, the so there's t- no mistake. There's no, there's no mistake. It belongs in our worst of show series. Right.
1: The ten percent of critics who liked it are also like the one in five dentists who disagree <laughs> and like, just consummate like uh, ask anti. your
2: doctor about ivermectin. <laughs> one in five dentists think don't floss, you idiot. Nobody <laughs>
1: cares. Go watch Saw Seven instead of flossing.
2: Forty-one <laughs> percent of the audience liked it. Um, again, like I said, I think if you're going in looking for traps, that score makes a little more sense.
1: <sighs> of people who watch this movie were like, yeah, it was all right.
2: 50,000 plus reviews. Holy shit. Holy shit indeed. Well, here's what the back of the DVD has to say about Saw 7. I fucking love the top line. From the director of Saw (laughs) 6. Thank you, good to know. (laughs) As a deadly battle rages over Jigsaw's brutal legacy, a group of Jigsaw survivors gather to seek the support of self-help guru and fellow survival Bobby Dagan, a man whose own dark secrets unleash a new wave of terror. The first theatrical feature to be shot exclusively on cutting-edge S1 3D digital camera system Saw 7 brings the horror games of Jigsaw to life like never before.
1: If I were the manufacturer of S1 3D digital cameras, I would be like, just take our name out of there.
2: Here's five grand. Scrub <laughs> our cameras out of your description, please. <laughs> Can
1: I pay you to not credit us?
2: So it sounds like we would not recommend this movie across the table. No. Is this a bad movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is it a fun movie? Uh,
1: no. Hard no. Very unfun. It, 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 it's more enjoyable if you know
0: the backstory of the Saw <laughs> franchise, because I was sitting there going like, oh, yeah, that thing. Oh, yeah, that thing. Oh, wait, I forgot that was a thing. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. So I got a little enjoyment of being like, oh, they remember this dumb plot device. That's cool. This movie is so
2: stupid that I <laughs> did have fun with it at parts. <laughs> like, seriously, it's dumb. Like, uh, my favorite part of the movie. I'm being nuanced. You're like,
0: this movie's so dumb. How dumb is it? <laughs> hey,
2: my favorite fucking part of the movie is whenever the widow of Jigsaw thinks she gets kidnapped in front of the police station and then is hooked up to a soapbox derby race car track and then starts screaming in a nightgown and this soapbox with like a pointy end just rips her to sunder. <laughs> <laughs> and then she wakes up out of her bed. And I was like, oh my God, that's not even physically
0: possible. No. But like her body parts are literally just like... Pfft,
1: That was pretty ridiculous,
0: but they could do it in a dream sequence, and that was in 3D. Yeah,
1: it was all a dream.
0: Yeah, that's that's to service the S1 3D crowd. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's it. Who saw the back of the box and was like, "Let me see what this camera can do." Yeah, Uh, I'll tell you what my favorite scene, similarly ridiculous, is uh, right in the beginning where three people are about to get sawed to death because apparently for cheating, uh, which (laughs) seems like overkill but this lady's coming down and she sees that one of them is about to win and she's like, oh, I knew you'd win. You're the best. I totally love you. And then he starts losing and she's like, just kidding. I was like, oh, it's fucking yeah.
0: incredible. Oh, yeah. she's, she's full on trash. Yeah, so this is like a giant, um, like, yeah, it's trap display. number one. It's like a commercial display out in the middle of like a, a mall. There is
1: <clears> no <throat> way this thing courtyard. could have been built Overnight without anybody noticing. That's I wish
0: there was possible- a giant like uh,
2: like tarp over it and then it revealed <laughs> them asleep at the table. So let's describe it. Trap number one, dueling table saw. Like Garrett said, there's like two chads <laughs> on the, each end of the table saw and there's a, a blade right in their face. And if they push it hard enough, they can saw the other guy and then uh, they're just like waking up and there's like, it's like the domain here at, in yeah. Austin. Like if that was in the middle of the domain and people are shopping out, doors, they look at and see these people in the table, or you know, inside this plexiglass room, and they're sleeping, and they're like, oh, that's interesting, and then they start waking up, and a crowd gathers, and they're like, what is going on here?
1: It's amazing, and the least effectual person on planet Earth tries to help them by smashing the glass with her briefcase. <laughs> it's
0: this tiny Asian woman who, like, I'll hit it with my briefcase, and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. She wasn't even
1: like- hitting <laughs> it, like, with the sh- sharp corner of the briefcase. She was more like smacking the glass with the, br- it was so ineffectual. What could have been worse? An umbrella? Like, literally nothing. You could have just been
0: using (laughs) your hand. It would have been equally effective. She slaps it. Well, we tried everything, guys. Let's back it up. So, yeah, it's a reverse T. It's an upside-down T. So there's a blade pointing up to the ceiling, two blades on the left and right. The chads can push this back and forth to slice each other open. And when they do push it left or right, the blade in the middle facing upwards will lean to the left or right. So the girl hanging from the ceiling, the... The woman who has been playing them against the, each other and cheating them. And in the, the backstory, story, uh, the little jigsaw puppet pulls out on a tricycle and is like, hey, everybody, how's it going? <laughs> Do a little freeform comedy here. You guys can clap if you want. After that, we'll kill a few people. Loved it. Um, so
2: <laughs> Anybody he, here from Miami out there?
0: He, he goes, hello, Brad. Hello,
2: Brian. I'm to play a game. The same
3: woman has played each of you for a fool. Four- manipulating your love for her and causing nothing but pain. Her fun and games pushed you both to break the law to fulfill her material needs. She is toxic. And today, all of your transgressions will be made public.
0: She's made you do illegal things for her love. And I'm like, let's hear more about what those were. Like, at this point, I don't care about either one of these people.
1: The bar is so low to be jigsawed now. I was like, I saw you jaywalk yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Damn.
0: If you kill one of the other guys, the woman falling from above will will live. But these two guys have to decide who dies. And neither one of them wants to do it because they've been played. And as John said, she's like, I love you, Chad number one. Kill Chad number two. And then he tries to do it. But then Chad number two gets the upper hand. And she's like, I'm just kidding. Chad number two, you're the greatest lover I've ever had, baby. She had a 50-50 chance and she blew it <laughs> yeah. right out the gate. She chose the wrong Chad. And then the Chads at one point be like, you know what? She's not worth it, bro. Let's let her die. And so they do. They let her drop down as a bunch of people like watch this. And as the woman is being dropped to her, um, her death on the blade and getting sawed open, sawed open, mm-hmm. the cops run up. The first time ever, cops haven't used their guns to immediately start shooting. The I was like, shoot the window.
1: Yeah. Like the least effectual cops ever. Their main focus is everybody get away from the box. Yes. <laughs> there are a bunch of people away from the glass. And
0: I was like, yo, guys, there's people getting... Killed right here. Also, now that we are in...
2: Sequel six, movie seven, as it were. I thought you were gonna say Sequel City. <laughs> <laughs> this should be a common occurrence among everybody here. Like, oh, this is one of them jigsaw traps. Fuck. Let like the there should be a jigsaw squad at the precinct to be like, get them out here like, right fucking
0: now. Spiral addresses that. Really. Spiral actually is like like this. It's been like almost like ten years since these saw killings. Like, I can't believe this might be coming back. So, but they're all aware real quick of like, oh shit, this might be related to jigsaw. No. But he's dead. We know this. We know this. Hoffman was killed. What the fuck? Like they
1: address the fact that it's like, this is not a surprise to anybody. But Saw 7 does not address this fact nope. at all, especially considering I don't know the timeline, but it feels like this all happens... Like one, two and two three weeks? happen
0: within like a, a couple days of each other or some shit it's like that. It's very confusing.
2: Yeah. Four through six and one through three is like one through three is like day one and two. And then four through
0: six is like day three and four. <laughs> it's Ridiculous.
2: something stupid like that.
0: It's crazy. town. I mean, it's got to be. I mean, I know like five and six are like further out. It's like a couple weeks because they're finding bodies that have been yeah, decomposed. It's all within a month
2: period. Oh, you're right. Because yeah. when Carrie finds it. Okay, we'll get there.
1: Well, he needs to take a break to build the rest of these traps. Carrie
2: like. Ewell's. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later. Uh, uh, I do want to say there was a huge missed opportunity for a good pun work whenever the Chads are pushing the table saws and they finally agree to let Tina get it. Yeah. Tina's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that's another point of this movie that pisses me off throughout the whole movie. He's like, save me, save me. Ah! Like, all the yelling has no, it's not helpful at all for Mm-mm. the person trying to save him. But anyway, she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And then one of the Chads are like, I think we're breaking up with you, Tina. I was like, oh, bro, why didn't you say, like, we're going to have to cut this relationship short. Oh, or we're cutting ties. Or Bros before hose or anything would have been better. Yeah, we're cutting ties or we're gonna split the difference, you know. I was
0: hoping, and this is this is dumb, but I was hoping when he goes, We're breaking up with you, Tina. I was hoping they'd cut to the puppet and he'd be like, Good one. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I would love it. If, if Billy the puppet was more involved in these moments. Oh yeah, he's just like a commentator. He's just like, Oh snap, didn't see that coming.
2: Like as the writer, I cannot believe they didn't use that opportunity to get a good one-liner in there.
1: As if anyone even read the script between <laughs> writing it and filming it. They, there's no second drafts of a soft film, right? They're just power through it and are like, all right, here you go. And They're printing it the day before they're filming it.
3: <laughs> 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 <Yeah>.
2: Go film. <laughs> Let's Western Union's script straight to the set. <laughs> That's
1: it. That's how.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the cops see this. Uh, the blood is super pink in this scene. I don't know if you guys noticed yeah. it, but the blood is like way too pink. They oh. did not color correct the blood. In Should this we
2: scene. take a moment to talk about the coloring of this film? Is it's fucking awful. So
1: bad. Is it like my memory or were the effects always this shitty in Saw movies? Like I thought they were used. They were good. These were all really bad they
0: some of them were really good I would say they got kind of cheesy towards the middle but I think because of the 3d they might have had to do certain things to pick up the 3d color I
1: think so too because the final destination also had really shitty effects and it was in 3d so yeah
0: I just think that that our 3d teams were not quite positive how to make the 3d modeling work as well as it should have at that time.
2: Maybe because of the way they were shooting it for 3d that we got less and maybe that could be the colorization problem that I'm having because in some scenes it's overly saturated mm-hmm. and then in other scenes it's all green or it's all blue. Or that's, it's a very, all orange. that's a very soft thing though. They've been doing that throughout the franchise the whole time though. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Every time it switched color, I'm like, Oh now I'm feeling green. I
1: was like, Oh, this cinematographer just discovered gel filters. <laughs> right, So, <laughs> <Great exactly.
2: work." laughs> But you're right. The blood looked totally fake. It
1: was so bad. And And then they like her intestines are supposed to fall out. And it looked like someone just threw it from off camera.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There's a hand in frame. (laughs) And then we get the credits. Boom. And then it's like, just in case you didn't know what you were doing here, we're in a soft film. And then we get, and I appreciate the movie did this because I had not seen these in a couple years now, is we get a recap of the uh, events of Six, or like right after Six ends, we find out that the widow and Hoffman were in some sort of fight, and he had the reverse bear trap strapped to his face, and it was about to go off, but he managed to jam the bear trap in between the bars on these doors, which stop it from fully opening and ripping his head open. Yep. Um, We then watch him sew his face back up, and he's back on the loose.
0: Oh, also, you find out that Jigsaw, not in this movie, but previously, you find out Jigsaw started all this because someone fucking basically made his wife miscarry. Oh, right. She that's, was at some, she was at some, she uh, was at like a clinic, or like a, clinic. A, a drug clinic, and basically she's trying to help people. And then one of them basically, like, you know, through her his negligence, like, yeah, pushed her, hit her in the stomach with a door, and she miscarried. And that basically sets Tobin Bell off. And that's what starts all this nonsense. Um, but anyway, she, in one of the previous films, like, I don't know what's going on, but he left this box and she tries to play dumb. And the big reveal at that movie is like, oh my God, she's known all along. And she knows that Hoffman's not playing the game correctly, but she's kind of in on it, but she's kind of separated from it. And then, so she goes to kill Hoffman, um, as a way of like, well, we'll set this all right for, for my man, Jigsaw. And then Hoffman's like, not today, sugar tits or whatever he says. I don't know.
1: If you don't remember these movies, you get notes like poor Jill, or I don't know, is she a bad guy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's she's just as guilty. There's blood on her hands yes. as, as far as other people. Can know. you imagine if
2: Jigsaw was married to Maddie from uh, Malignant? Oh, man. Oh. Perfect match. <clears throat> quadruple miscarry. What Could happens now?
1: Gabriel get through those traps?
2: <laughs> oh, there's <laughs> the I question. <laughs> <hopefully game.
0: laughs> I want to play. <laughs> Daddy, I want to play. She,
1: yeah.
2: They just like bend her elbows backwards and snap out of the trap by like... Oh, oh, Alright, we're getting bump. sidetracked. So, here. That's yeah. how
1: he, you all commented, how did he have these like special forces type uh, combat skills. That's how we learned it, going through jigsaw traps for fun as a child.
2: Oh. There we go. We just linked those two universes for no good reason. <laughs>
1: Let's get <laughs> through this trash. It's like a an anyway. training <laughs> montage of Gabriel going through traps.
0: So anyway, back to Saw. Um, we are at this point. We get that little flashback intro scene. Uh, Hoffman goes back, shows his face up, and Hoffman now is this is the part that's weird because you think the Hoffman story is still like a major part of this, but let's just break it out real quick. So there's three parts, three storylines going at once. Hoffman now being exposed for... Everyone knows that Hoffman's the the copycat killer. Um, Well, not quite.
2: Jill offers to work with the cops, and she's like, I'll give him up. And he's like,
0: I'm going to need a little something, something before we give you that immunity. Well, they kind of of know it's Hoffman, but yeah, they have confirmation at this point that it's Hoffman.
1: Jill's like, I will only speak to this character that, from what I understand, has never been in the movies before. And who's the worst actor here? (laughs) That's who I want
0: to work with. Gibson, you're up. (laughs) We're talking about Lieutenant Gibson, who is... Basically doing his best impression of Brad Pitt from the movie Seven and Twelve Monkeys. Now, is Brad Pitt better at this role? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> yeah. okay. it, oh, Gibson's
1: okay. best impression is very bad.
0: Okay, noted. Uh, it's basically, it's like, give me some information. All right. I'm and I'm making hand gestures that you can't see right now. But it's basically like it's Brad Pitt from Seven when he gets frustrated. It, what's, that, what's that line? Jill, it's a safe house. Safe house. Safe house it's a safe house safe house safe house you get it all right i gotta go talk to somebody like it is so rad bit from seven then it he was hurt. giving his
1: cd and he was like what's on the cd
2: <laughs> i love the the scene where gibson is like talking to jill and he's like you're crazy you know that you're crazy you just you're just crazy and he won't stop saying crazy i think he forgot his lines well he goes, he goes he goes
0: if i were to tell someone about you i'd say you're crazy and i was like yeah you just said she's crazy bro we get it you're crazy you know that I knew you were crazy the minute I laid eyes on you, crazy. Okay, this is what we're going to do. Crazy.
1: C-R-A-Z-Y.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the, that that storyline is basically the cops have got to get Hoffman, but Hoffman's like, now he's like, okay, the gig is up. Or the jig is up. I don't remember how the, the phrase is. or jiff, which is Okay. It? <laughs> yeah. And then, um, so Hoffman's going to get revenge on the cops and basically kind of like put this whole thing to bed. Anybody who knows about him is going to get their comeuppance and get killed. So you've got that storyline. Then you've got the storyline of Bobby, who is a quote unquote survivor of a jigsaw trap. And he's giving motivational speeches on s- Saturday morning, like TV shows. And, uh, you know, he's on talk shows. He's doing. He's showing up to the the Jigsaw Survivor Group, and this was kind of cool. Uh, he's he's got cameras at this Jigsaw Survivor Group, and he's like, "Our scars, our minds will heal, but our scars never will. But we can be better." And he's like taking his shirt off to show everyone his scars, and everyone else from previous Jigsaw traps, and these are all previous people from the movies, uh-huh. um, are like, "Fuck you! All I got was the handicap parking, bro." And that person's like, "I learned to live and love again." And someone's like, "Well, fuck you too." And it's yeah. like. This crazy, like, intense moment. And then out of nowhere, Carrie Elwes, Wesley from Princess Bride, um, stands up and goes, starts clapping. He was all like, oh, that's all well and good. And you can tell at this point, he's not buying this dude's bullshit.
2: Oh, it, it, dude, it was some of the most melodramatic shit I have seen in probably five years. And he's slow clapping. bravo! <laughs> you know, it's just like, come on.
1: Ridiculous, too, that this person is trying to inspire these people who all have severe injuries. And he's like, look at my scars. There's these two tiny little scars <laughs> that are under his shirt. It's like, dude, your scars are really in the grand scheme of things. Not that bad. This lady doesn't have an arm anymore.
2: Yeah, Eric. Like, Carrie Wills doesn't yeah. have a foot. I thought you said Harry Carey. <laughs> Harry Carey. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs>
1: Jigsaw wins. Jigsaw wins. Yeah. I was suspicious of this of this gentleman.
2: Now, it, you don't know actors. You say you don't recognize anybody or no names. Correct. Did you recognize him? Bobby? No.
1: Carrie Elwes. Great question. At first, no. Then, I was like, oh, wait. I do piece together what's happening here.
2: Well, because the other huge actor in this film is Mr. Flashback. Mr. Flashback is going to show. Is gonna pop up randomly throughout the movie, and at the very end, my favorite is Mr. Flashback strikes twice right in a row. One for Jill, one for this doctor dude. Yeah. And he fills you all in, in case you didn't see any of the Saw's.
1: Yes. That was very helpful. In fact, this movie opens recapping the end of Saw 1. I was like, thank you for that, because I Basically for, I mean, I remember that he cut his foot off and then I was like, all right, that's all I need to know about Any that. Any so. good
0: moment of script writing when you basically have to stop me like, wait, we got to put flashbacks to make this make sense. If you have to do that
1: more than once scrap a script I'll allow
2: my soap opera reference <laughs> yeah. this yeah. is
0: what this feels like
1: this movie's like 20 to 25 percent flashback it's amnesia <laughs>
0: um but yes yeah, so that's the one plot line is the cop plot line in Hoffman the other plot line is Bobby um doing his little self-help thing with well, let's uh, just
2: get him out of the way like he's a fraud yeah he, he's this one of the flashbacks shows that Bobby was sitting at a bar and watched a news reel of uh, someone getting interviewed from one of the saw traps and he's like Man, that's, you know, you come out of that the other end or something. And his buddy goes, Man, we could make a cool mint off that if we were, you know, had the right mindset and actually had it happen to me. And it sets the whole plan in place where he's going to bullshit his way and create a false narrative that he was actually one of the survivors.
1: Seems like a very risky play, knowing that apparently these murders are continuously happening. Uh, Bobby's right. still just thumbing in the eye.
2: He should have waited 10 years
1: at least. Yeah. Cause he writes this book and then to- uh, jigsaw comes up and is like, sub, but that's a flashback too. like, there's okay. There's,
0: there is a flashback moment where you, you kind of get like when you first see Bobby, like getting success from his, his, uh, made up story about, you know, being a survivor and he's signing books and, um, Someone comes up and it's like it's Sarah with an H, and he's like, "Okay, here you go." And then Tobin Bell walks up, and he looks like Steve Buscemi from that meme. It's like, "What's up, fellow teenagers?" He's got like a, a hoodie and a backwards baseball cap that doesn't fit on his head, and he's like, "The name's John with an H," and he's all now like, he "Goes
1: with an H, without an H, doesn't matter." <laughs> yeah, and clearly
0: this is this is jigsaw like kind of like meeting the out. enemy kind of like, all right, I know who you are and giving him a chance to, and he gives on this whole, like, did you know in Rome, if you lied and said, take me to the mines, you wouldn't know anything about lying, would you? And the guy's like, nope, move along. And so never has there been such a thick tense mode
2: on screen since <laughs> the heat oh. with Robert De Niro. I
1: agree. He's like, you're not taking my fucking TV. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is, uh, it was, it was incredible that you could just cut the air. There was so much, the acting between these yeah. two uh, they probably show this at the actor studio as like here's what you need to practice oh is that that guy from powder
0: <laughs> <laughs> which one was the guy from limp biscuit or lincoln park who's the actor who's oh. the guy from lincoln park that was in this movie please tell me it's detective gibson <laughs> oh God, i don't know what's that uh. dude's name hold on
1: bring me one step closer to the edge <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait is that a
1: lincoln park song i think so while we wait for Garrett, here's a fun anecdote about my childhood. I did not know at all who Linkin Park was until they made that mashup CD with Jay-Z. And that was my first introduction to that band. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Good. Good for you. They're not good. <laughs> Chester Bennington, the lead singer of Linkin Park, consulted with an acting coach for his role in the film. Who's Chester It
1: did not Bennington. help. Who was Chester
0: I didn't read that name, so he must
2: have been. Oh, you know what? That'll lead us straight into trap number two, the racist trap. I'm pretty sure he's the
0: guy stuck to the chair with super glue. Chester Bennington Evan yeah that's him that's the dude
1: we gotta finish the book story so he gets the book and he takes off the the slip and he's like we've already met he takes the hardcover book and walks off and that is the end and the the other guy uh, yeah Bobby
0: goes there's a picture on the inside and he's like you know like it's okay I don't need it we've already met and I was like Is he referring to something that happened off screen before that we didn't see or is he referring to right now? He's
1: trying to imply like if you were really uh, in a trap, you would have recognized me or known my voice. Um, So maybe, maybe jigsaws out here capturing so many people he didn't even know if he had captured this guy yet
2: (laughs) (laughs) he's got like a fucking clipboard with names and he's like nope
1: yeah I'm gonna have to can I get an ID? I'm gonna have to cross-reference this
2: can you spell your name on this clipboard (laughs) number 99 please that's your new (laughs) moniker
1: uh so then yeah then it cuts to another trap where it has uh the this racist guy glued to a chair
2: I call this one the racist uber glue seat Ooh. <laughs>
1: uh, so the race is glued to a, ch- a seat in a car, inside a car, underneath the car, because the car is lifted up on Jackson. And let's
0: say some neo Nazis is basically what they are, because it's a bunch of white people, like yeah. basically who they're like skinheads. Yeah, yeah.
2: They're, they're, they don't show the swastika tattoos, but you know they have them.
1: Watching yeah. this movie, and you can cut this out. <laughs> the next watch-
0: movie we do is going to have a giant yeah. swastika tattoo in it, though.
1: What was going on in 2010? <laughs> 3D Nazi, <laughs> Nazi <laughs> movies were the rage. Um, so Nazi. Well, to be fair, they were all bad guys. True. But yeah, So car lifted on Jack's Nazi glued into uh, in on the seat lady underneath one of the tires glued shirtless glued shirtless. That's true. That's important because he couldn't just slide out underneath kind of Looney Tunes style tied to a board is a girl underneath the car. And then in front of the car is another, I assume racist. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's safe (laughs) to assume they're
0: all racist.
1: Like chains to a fence or a door, really
0: The, the garage door. And then behind him, there's a dude with a giant ring through his jaw. It was mouth tied to the bumper of the the, the, the car. Oh. Yeah, there's, so there's two guys. I forgot one, about
1: that guy. One,
0: one <laughs> like taped to the
2: garage door and then one guy behind him with that head, his- shoulders, <laughs> knees and toes. He's got a ring through his mouth connected to the chain of the back of the uh, El Camino yes. that they're
0: in. Yeah. Sweet El Camino, by the way. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. if you got to go. There's no <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs>
0: reason to drag El Camino's into this. Um, so yeah, basically, and then out of nowhere, the A-track, it's an A-track player that Jigsaw has recorded
1: that is a original El Camino. They didn't swap out the store. <laughs> I understand with the fact stereo. that you
0: know the fact that Jigsaw has to go like, let me scope this out. Oh, they don't have a TV. They don't have a radio. They don't. Well, I guess I've got to go not, have to cut a eight
2: track. Remember, this isn't Jigsaw anymore. This, oh, this is, is, is Detective Hoffman. Hoffman. So somehow he has an eight track recorder. Do I guess those everything exist in he needs. 2010? Everything he needs. Well,
1: when they were shutting down all the studios, <laughs> <laughs> he went and happened to pick one up. He's like, you never know, and I'm gonna need to mass produce eight tracks.
0: Or there's one in the evidence room well, from seventy. Puppet guy's got to hook up in the A Track community. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So he records it. It's all like, you and your friends are racist. You've basically <laughs> spread racist ideas. You've done racist stuff. You're terrible racist. So basically, what you got to do is you got to rip yourself off this seat and pull this lever, or else you're going to kill all your racist buddies. Yeah. And then immediately they're like, fuck you, do it, you son of a bitch. And the guy's just like, all right, no problem. I
1: got this. The bar just keeps dropping. He couldn't even really identify a racist thing to be like, hey, you uh, set crosses they're just like in general, you're living a racist life.
2: Well, yeah, I think that at most it says you judge others by their looks. Yeah. So now you have to mangle your body not by your to looks, save but, yourself. But
0: like their skin
2: color. Right. And a la, you know, you have to rip your skin and he off. Goes,
0: you're going to learn that you may see differences on the outside, but we're all the same color on the inside. And I was like, boo. <laughs> I was like, come you on, can do man. Better. <laughs> but to be fair, This is Hoffman, not Jigsaw. So okay. the bar has
1: been dropped, as you
0: said. Yeah.
1: So anyway, uh, <laughs> now, back to very unrealistic body physics. Oh, shit. Uh, totally on purpose. Very unrealistic body physics. This person, probably very substantially glued to the bench seating of this beautiful El Camino. Epoxied, if you will. Yeah, and he's got to pull himself off of it. Now, I have no doubt it would hurt like a motherfucker, and you would probably leave quite a bit of skin. But, as we see, as he very slowly pulls himself off, it is like pulling it, muscle. It degloves like,
0: his body back of the back of his arms and his his back like it it just basically like rips
1: it off like you'd
0: fucking peel a potato
1: (laughs) it's just not how skin works at all it's f- how latex works though yeah that that's true for- <laughs> in fact just feel your back it's your skin's not directly no connected seriously to audience your-
0: everyone take a moment yeah. right now feel your back doesn't there's, that feel good there's Isn't a little nice? bit
1: of play there you're not ripping your whole fucking back off uh and maybe you're thinking to
0: yourself right now man i need to work out a little bit but you know what you're all beautiful yep. We love you anyway so
1: you know don't don't be too
0: hard don't on yourself. fuck around
1: with your back do some workouts uh because uh i just threw out my back about three days ago where'd you
0: throw it out to you are the oldest man i've ever met john uh, and you younger than both of us.
1: I was out for a run, uh and uh that was the yeah. end of that. All that physical I went, activity. I to the, end of the driveway, it was, threw no, it out, came right back. It was again. the worst. No, I went. I was in a park, and I was running, and uh, and then I couldn't stand. Was it Lincoln Park? Oh shit! Damn, back to the movie. Uh, so don't 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 uh don't neglect your core. Is what I'm saying. This has been
2: a life tip from John. Thank or, you,
1: John. or you'll find yourself glued in El Camino, <laughs> and you can't rip your fucking. No bill. no no.
2: That's if you're racist. Yeah, don't be racist. <laughs>
1: right now, the bar's dropping, okay? okay. So, listen.
0: You haven't worked out <laughs> in three <laughs> exactly. years. Exactly. <laughs> you filed your taxes two days late.
1: You've been paying for a gym membership you don't use. <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: I would love fucking Billy rolls out with a little sweatband <laughs> on his yeah. head. and It's like you've been sitting on that machine for five minutes. Either you're gonna do some reps or you're not. You've got two minutes to get off that.
2: You have thirty <laughs> seconds to do twenty pushups. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, Evan is ripping his back off, and I thought he was honestly going to do it, but um, well, he well, doesn't. Let's talk hit about in the time.
2: timer, every one of these traps are set. Far too low for any of these people. Well, to actually that's the escape, thing about but that's Hoffman, the lead
0: into the other movies, but right? That's, well, yeah, Hopman basically has been doing this stuff to kind of tilt the scales i'm here to kill not to yeah he's here here to set things right and you actually find out in a flat another flashback the reason brad Pitt cop in this is like Hoffman used to be my old partner he i was getting attacked by a homeless psycho and he just shot him cold blood and i had to report him and that's why hoffman hates me and you're just like oh so hoffman's just out for vengeance he thinks he's the fucking punisher
1: yeah except he's way shittier than the punisher yeah uh but also i mean i do agree there's no way he would have pulled this off But this gentleman, this racist, uh, doesn't know about the Band-Aid philosophy of just yank it off. Because he does go as slow, as most excruciating as possible to rip himself off of the seat. You're right. Uh, He should have just gone in one big just... Go! Uh, it would have hurt. I mean, it would have hurt like a motherfucker. But it would have been a short hurt. He went for the long, painful hurt. I think it's
0: one of those situations where, like, you can, you know, like sometimes you're trying to pull like a um, something apart, and you, you try to give it like one good, uh, but you get it like halfway, and then you have to kind of go more and more mm, and more. Okay. I think it's one of those. It, even if he did like get a one good like lunge, he may have only gotten halfway. Fair enough. But yeah, he kind of just slowly like, I'm going to pull it, baby. Well, let's say that he survives this and he
2: actually got his skin off and pulled the switch that would have turned the El Camino off and saved his buddies. Do you think he would have survived losing that much skin? No. You think so? he would. He would have survived. Mm. It's just skin. I feel like your body would be in massive no, no, shock, okay. though. Oh, you, in you, real you
1: life, a- yes. The way he was being degloved, he was losing skin and muscle. I mean, it would have been equivalent to... It was, like was mostly sig- just
0: skin, but it looked like muscle, but yeah.
1: Significant third-degree burns all over his back. Oh, he, yeah. He'd
0: be in the hospital for like fucking half a year, if not a year. would have to get skin
1: grafts. I mean, survive's a very strong word. you got to imagine this gentleman is not insured. Uh, <laughs> so...
2: <laughs> your racist ways never pays, <laughs> yeah. gentlemen. Here are races of Omaha. We've got you covered. <laughs> <laughs> no matter who you hate.
1: Yeah. Um, oh
2: God, there probably is a racist insurance company. <laughs>
1: uh, so. But yeah,
0: so anyway, it's a glorious <clears throat> trap that it, it makes no goddamn sense at all except for the fact that Hoffman's using this opportunity to kind of like get all the cops out of the precinct so he can break in and kill Jill who's in holding <laughs> under their protection. You know, the safe house, safe house. It's in the name. It's a house that's safe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to my point about people screaming needlessly at the people oh, trying to complete there. these traps. <laughs> One of the racist gentlemen that's attached to the garage is like, do it, you fucking pussy. Like, oh, I'm like, yeah. dude, why, why not some
1: encouragement?
2: Like you he's trying this. to save <laughs> your life here. You he's know? trying
0: to motivate. He's trying to get that like it's that, a- that am. He's trying to get all pumped up. You dog. catch more flies with honey, Garrett.
1: Yeah. Or imagine he does pull the lever. He just leaves you fucking tied to the wall.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, Fuck you pussy. Yeah. Walks out with his middle finger. <laughs> held high. Or more I don't think, don't think he's out, holding anything high if he raises <laughs> his skin <laughs> up his back. Uh, but yes, but he limps
0: out. He, we he, spent a lot of time on this one because it is just, best it's a perfect trap. example of like, the, the sheer thoughtfulness they put into these traps, but then the, the sheer kind of like half-assery they put behind the, the, the concepts or the meanings behind each trap. And I don't know if that's just because at this point it was like, just throw a trap in or if this was just like, it doesn't matter anymore. For
2: me personally, I'd rather talk about the traps than the bullshit soap opera plot. So I will spend all day
1: on the traps. And this is the best trap (laughs) in the movie. It gets so so much faster downhill from here. right? How how does it end? Well, so he does not pull his uh, whole skin off of his back. Uh, So the poor girl, I say poor girl, she's a racist, so apparently she deserves having a car fucking dropped on her head. And the tires
0: are spinning. spinning. It's going like 80 miles an hour up on the jet.
1: So it fucks her, crushes her head, like a watermelon, shoots forward, uh, crushes the guy who's trapped to the door, and pulls the other gentleman uh, on the bumper apart.
2: His yep. arms and jaw.
1: Just yes. bad. Go,
2: go in tow with El Camino. <laughs> a bad day <laughs> nice. for those racists. Probably their worst.
1: I would... Uh, yeah, probably. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: That'll teach you. But you <laughs> yeah. don't get to learn from it, because you're dead.
1: And And because... I assume the cops aren't playing these tapes. He's not teaching other racists either. Like, Oh, I should stop being racist. But this is my point to this. This
0: goes to my point of like, you know, us not giving a shit about who's being, you know, like victimized here because in the first part, okay, fine. Dina was having an affair with these two guys and made them do weird shit and fucked up illegal stuff. Okay. The racist did some racist stuff and did a bunch of shitty things as racist. Okay. But again, how do they relate to Hoffman or any character that we've seen before? Otherwise, there's no point because in the previous three films, all these people related to something that fucked over somebody that we knew or it was all related to like this big event happened and you're all responsible for this. This is seemingly like, and I don't want to demand diminish these things, but petty crime basically be like, uh, oh, that guy looks weird. Let's see what he's been yeah, up well
1: to. That is, it is petty crime, right? which petty crime sucks, but you don't deserve to have a car dropped on your fucking head for being a racist. Like
2: I believe all these traps are set up as a diversion. All he wants to do is get Jill.
0: Correct. So, But this is, again, it's just so we don't care about these characters at all. So like, I'm just like, okay, get on with the trap. It's a weaker meaning in this movie yeah, than it ever has been before.
1: So much less strenuous ways to divert people, right? Hey, I'm going to call on a bomb threat uh, Which or he a does. hostage.
2: He, when they're in the junkyard right after yeah. this, the cops are looking at this and like, oh, he struck again or whatever. He uh, Hoffman's watching a television and blows up a
1: car Boom. with a remote
2: bomb. So he could, yeah, he could divert All the
0: attention somewhere else. He
1: could have saved the hours it must have took him, if not days, to set up this elaborate trap uh, just by blowing some shit up.
0: But he knew he'd be able to get Lieutenant Gordon or Detective Gordon out of the office if he said, this is a saw trap. And they were like, oh my God, it's uh, a saw trap.
1: We could tell he's a tremendous detective because he's like, get everyone out of there, even homicide till I get there. He gets there and he's like... Collect this shit for evidence. Holy (laughs) shit. This is that on the spot leadership that we need from you. We just wasted hours (laughs) for you to
0: come in and and flex big dick energy for no reason.
1: Uh, You're going to crack the case.
0: Evidence. We didn't think of that. So as that happens, we now cut to Bobby. Bobby, who is uh, now laying in a cage on a floor and a TV, a CRT pops up and it goes like, hello, Bobby. Um, this is a trap. <laughs> we need to edit like
2: uh, <laughs> fucking Hank Hill is <laughs> yeah. reading these off to him. Oh, that'd be
0: amazing. Uh, hello, this, Bobby. This is basically just like, you've been living a lie. You know it. I've got all your people who have been involved in this, your PR, your legal, your girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. Uh, They're all going to suffer for your lies. This is a chance for you to redeem yourself. Can you do it in time? You got an hour. Then an and." Now, is let this the Hoffman, games
1: begin. Is this Hoffman or Jigsaw?
0: This there is, is no Jigsaw anymore.
1: Okay, so this is Hoffman too. So he took the time and no, it's no, 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 no. This is Carrie.
0: Yes. You oh, or okay. Elwes. Sorry, Carrie no. Elwes. And now the reason Carrie is doing this trap is because he. Flashback time. Grant. <laughs> uh, Grant escaped the very big trap of Saw 1. Like he cut his foot off and he cauterized it. And yes. And, and the then
2: final flashback, we see the jigsaw pulls him out of that room from Saw 1.
0: Pats uh, him on the head and says, good boy, you well, did exactly what I need.
2: He treats his leg wound as like, you're my most important puzzle piece yet. Oh, that's right. He says that. And I was like, because he basically puts
0: Carrie Elwes
2: as (laughs) the uh, surgeon who's going to start putting the keys in people, opening their bodies and putting keys everywhere.
0: Yeah. Which I think is crazy. He's like, you guys all have a second chance to live your life, but hey, you should come work for me. And everyone's like, okay, sounds good. What else am I going to do now? I only survived getting killed, but uh, yeah. Wait, so the whole
1: lesson is learn to live your life and do, and none of these people take none of it for granted. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to torture people.
0: But some people actually buy into it. Like Amanda bought into the like you, like you saved me. We can help save others. So there's like this altruistic aspect mm. to it. Do you remember earlier when I said
2: when you start bloating your movie franchise, you have to start staying weak pieces on, yeah. this is it.
1: Big time. I also, re-watching or showing us the ending of Saw 1, and it was like, oh yeah, this movie did used to be at least semi-believable. The big trap was being chained to a pipe, not like hoisting yourself up by your pecs. <laughs> like The change has been pretty substantial.
2: You're using the, work, the workout machine <laughs> <Yeah>. wrong, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, fucking Bobby, dude. Uh, oh, if,
1: if it is up to Bobby to save your life, just die. Because uh, <laughs> he's going to fail and it's going
2: to
0: be worse. Well, that brings
2: us to the next section of Bobby's
0: Redemptive uh, Obstacle Course. Grant's the one that set this up for Jigsaw. So this puzzle doesn't have anything to do with Hoffman. Hoffman's not well, familiar with this one because this was designed for, for Jigsaw before he got sick and died okay. in the 24 hours that he died. He was like, this guy's a fucking fraud. We need to take
1: him out. It just took them years to finally <laughs> get around to it, I guess. But what's fucked up is they torture all of his friends who don't know that it's a lie. No, they know. No, his wife didn't Mo- know. His girlfriend's she's the, the only, only one. one. But oh. she's the
0: bait. That's the thing is he's like, she's the only innocent, which doesn't make sense. She shouldn't have suffered at all.
1: Right. And she has the worst fate at Of all of them.
0: Yeah, and that actually does not make sense. That should have not been. Okay, on a pain scale,
2: probably correct, right? Burning alive is the worst. But having to watch your eyes and mouth get gouged out at a slow rate... Also, well, pretty I don't feel
1: that bad for her because all all she had to do was shut the fuck up, and she would not stop screaming no, even no, no, before no, that, the that's, that's hook lady. Oh, that's the okay, hook lady, okay. the
0: the fish hook down the throat, and we'll get to all these in a all second. Right, well, let's take a yeah. tour of Bobby's
1: uh, <laughs> failure course. Yeah.
2: <laughs> His failure course. <laughs>
0: Bobby's path to redemption.
2: So right, Garrett's right. He wakes up after being kidnapped from one of the group meetings in the parking lot. He's inside a cage, like one of those cages you would hang in from a chain. He's hoisted it up and then we see the little puppet come in on the screen crt uh week you know buy one get one free on the crts and he's like hey bobby you know all the stuff garrett already mentioned uh the floor drops out and there's spikes all over the ground and bobby has to swing the cage and he leaps out and then he's got to go through a door
0: that says something like it's okay.
1: like scary very scary <laughs> <most>. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: It's some stupid motivational backhanded bullshit like your path begins now. Stay strong, buddy. Or, yeah. or Which, by the shit.
1: way, goes back to my importance of core exercises because he had to swing that cage. Couldn't have done that shit with a weak core.
2: Good call. <laughs> Get out there and work out, people. So he walks into the next room and it's his publicist who is chained up in the chair with this circular iron oval around her with metal
0: spikes poking in all directions, right? Towards her neck. Yes. Right. The woman who spent her time lying constantly, verbally lying to everyone about Bobby's past has a fish hook down her throat with a key on it, and Bobby has to pull the fish hook up out of her esophagus and throat to get the key and unlock her. But if she screams, the trap works off a sound, and it'll continue to... drive the spike closer and closer to her neck. So she's got to be quiet as Bobby pulls a fish hook out of her throat.
1: Now, I understand that during the fish hook part, that would be very difficult if not impossible, but she spends a good amount of time screaming, help, help, hurry up, hurry up. ah!" While the uh, trap is going on before he even starts pulling the fish hook.
2: John, based on your decibel levels right there, you would have got knifed in the throat by these spikes.
1: Big time. I would have failed this. (laughs) I can't shut the fuck up. That's why I have a podcast.
2: (laughs) Yeah. uh, This one really had me wrenching and writhing and like, oh, I don't like this at all. The hook Mm -hmm. down the throat with the key in the belly and watching Sean, uh, Bobby, that's his name. Yeah, Bobby. Watching Bobby yank with all of his might on this thing. And it's like, bro, you're asking to hook it. That's how you hook a fish. Have you never been fishing, you dumb fuck? Yeah. You want to go slow slowly, he might've actually got it out of there, but he was uh, he was making it worse.
1: Now, she has, I think, the second worst outcome here because not only, Bob, as we've alluded to, Bobby fails. He totally fails at this. He's terrible. Uh, so she has to feel this fish hook get pulled all the way out of her and still get spikes driven <laughs> into her head.
2: When that hook comes up, it's got chunks of meat on mm-hmm. it too. And it's like, ooh.
1: I think she would have died either way. I think the internal damage would have been so significant. Uh, she would have yeah. been a
0: goner. And that's always the point of like, like, what are you willing to lose to survive? But in some cases, again, with Hoffman, it's just like, this isn't planned out very well, bro. He's shitty at his job. But this is Carrie Ewell's
1: Apparently also shitty oh, at that's his true. job. That's
0: true. I then, think, again, I don't think they put the thought into these things. I think they're just like, wouldn't it be cool if a fish hook came out of someone's throat? Boom, nailed it. Put it on paper.
2: <laughs> Give her 20 seconds. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she fails. And we're starting to see Bobby... Be the failure that he is.
1: Yeah, it only gets uh, worse
0: from here. And the thing, the cool thing about Bobby, though, is that you do. I mean, you don't really feel for him, but you do kind of understand like he is legitimately trying and he does kind of feel guilty like I got you guys into this. The thing is though, is they are just as guilty except for his girlfriend of being part of this and knowing that it's a fraud and basically manufacturing all this bullshit to, to make money. Yeah. So I don't feel bad. That's the thing is you
1: don't feel bad for any of these characters no, that's except not for true. the girlfriend. I, f- I mean, okay, what they did was shitty, but is it torture them shitty? torture? No, but them? within <laughs> the
0: context of a Saw movie, I'm not like, like, oh no, these racists might get it. Oh well you know like but, oh no
1: and that goes back to the scale just doesn't so apparently things that could get you jigsawed are lying about being jigsawed being a racist and, and cheating on people <laughs> like there's just uh i know i know the screenwriters didn't put any thought to this let's uh, move
2: to the next trap trap number five lawyer on a table Spike's pointed at her eyes.
1: Oh, this is the slow motion one. Yeah. Yes. It's like
2: okay. a traction table. This where... is a workout machine, John. Yeah. Would you like to describe now, how to use this correctly?
1: I do feel bad. Sorry to Where's go. your precious Cornell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is more about you got to have really good leg strength. Hopefully he's not skipping leg day at the gym. Uh, but now I want to add, while Bobby is a failure, I do believe it is a very realistic scenario uh, as to what would happen if I were in this situation. I don't think I could do better than Bobby. Uh, I just want to note that he sucks.
2: So he's doing a leg press of some sort, right? Like right. He's I just mean in with, general, but oh, in, okay. this,
1: in, in general, in every one of these traps, I think I would have failed as fast or worse than Bobby.
2: Right. The, the scales to win are... Impossible. Yeah.
1: The whole goal of this machine is you have, he has to hold up a lever, like he can put it on his shoulders uh, for 30 seconds. And if he can do that, she's free.
0: So the table the table rotates as she basically like, will rotate up to a standing position and then forward. And there's three spikes positioned to go through her eyeballs and down her mouth, like giant sharp spike metal like poles. Um, so if, after 30 seconds, she's gonna basically be skewered by these things. Mm. Um, if Bobby goes up and does the, the leg press, puts the, the metal poles on his arm, does a leg press and pushes it up to connect a, um, a wire, It'll stop the rotation. So she won't go into the spikes. And if he can do that for 30 seconds, then she survives. But the thing is, is the higher he goes pushing up, these two metal spikes go into his sides, like jam into his ribs and cut him open. So he's got to endure pain and hold this weight up to stop her from basically going into the spikes. And he's got to do that for 30 seconds. Obviously he doesn't do it. But the thing that annoyed me is if you look around that room, there is like tons of other things in there. There's like, Uh, bookshelves. There's like pieces of metal. You could have rigged something to stop those spikes from going into your side, or you could have like fashioned something to turn to your left and right and then push up on it as opposed to like, following yeah. the trap exactly as is but again you I don't know if they're watching in a minute well, though feel oh, yeah like- I'm not gonna be like well this is this is guaranteed to kill me or fuck me up so let's quickly like assess the situations or anything else that could help me in yeah. this moment
1: and in other Saw movies I remember them looking for things like that and it was like oh Jigsaw already thought of this and you can't get around the trap or whatever in this movie they don't even bother to see like is there any other way I could handle this situation Bobby's just like oh I guess I gotta get stabbed in the sides take your shoes off tie them to your side, take the
0: laces, tie them to your sides, put them on like your ribs. So when the spikes poke in, they have to get through your shoes, your plastic soles, then they get into your ribs. So yeah, it's going to break in, but it's going to delay a lot of that pressure. So you could actually could probably touch it again. Just, I know it's like, you know, in my situation, I would do this, but the thing is, is, even momentarily, the first time I ever saw this, I was like, put your shoes on your sides, bro. Like I immediately thought I was like, put something to block that sharp spike. Even if it's not going to be 100% effective, a, a bulletproof vest isn't hundred percent effective, but still you give it a shot. Yeah, I would Bobby's simply, a fucking idiot. That's what I'm, what I'm saying. Fuck Bobby.
1: I would simply not die is what I'm trying to get. At, okay?
2: <laughs> you would sit on the floor and wait for the minute to be over. Just turn your back yeah, and okay. then walk to the next room.
1: Like, sorry, you
0: know what? You're my lawyer, not my friend. So <laughs> I learned my lesson. I shouldn't lie. These people are not going to be any help to me. We'll move on from here. So she gets it. And oh, they we show
1: forget. It. We did forget to mention every time Bobby fails a trap, his wife, who is chained to a platform, gets pulled down closer to the ground. Yes. Um, we don't know why yet, but it's a jigsaw trap. So you imagine it is not for any good reason.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a positive at the end of all these deaths.
1: Uh, so now his wife, two, two, uh, two notches down and she's screaming, right? Help me, Bobby. And Bobby's like, I'm fucking trying. doing and he, can, he
0: can see her on the the te- monitors and she can see Bobby on the monitors failing these traps. And so it's kind of the double whammy. Both of them are like, well, I got no faith in either one of these
1: so I, I should have listened to my mother. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, what do you think of the
2: gores on these traps?
1: Um, now, the fish hook one is pretty good. I did like that one. It was like in the sense that it made me go, Ugh. I didn't really dig the. The puncture wound one. I was like, oh, they right. seem
0: basic, but they seem more true to the original traps that were going on in the first couple movies. So I feel like, oh, maybe these are more true to the, the essence of it. But then like I was like, ah, these are still pretty lame compared to what we've seen in the past couple movies.
2: You mean it's not like the one where the, the cop lady is strapped to a bow flex and it just tears her skin off? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was that like was, it was a jacket. That was
0: four. Yeah. Yeah guess I got to watch four. It's like, it's the first opening trap. Yeah, I would watch it. Just watch the compilation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm sure there's a compilation of all the deaths of Saw. So the next room basically is this like second story. The floor has been crushed out. His buddy Kale, the one who came up with the the line of like, whoever survives is going to make a ton of money um, is on the other end of this uh, hallway.
1: He also totally gets screwed. You know how many stupid ass ideas I say all the time and now I'm responsible (laughs) because someone else runs with it.
0: But he was part of it. He was, there
2: in the studio when they're recording that Fair. bit for the news. Yeah, no, he's okay. he's definitely on. He's board on the for team. Yeah. yeah,
0: the only one who's not is his girlfriend, who wife. basically was his uh, his wife, his rock, the one who helped him get through all this. So poor her. But um, <laughs> so anyway, Kale Kale is um has a noose around his neck made of chain. He's got blindfolded. The floor is cracked out between this second story so there's like a two-story drop and there's like a few beams that they have to traverse and bobby planks, has planks to of tell wood
2: nailed together across. Yeah.
0: bobby has to help kale get halfway across bobby has to scale his way across to get the key and then they have to get the key to each other so uh and kale of course, can unlock himself
1: he only has like 12 seconds to do all this <laughs> it thing. seems
0: way too like it was like 60 seconds and i was like this is ridiculous. Like, even if you move it a, a semi-fast click, you know you're not getting that key and getting to him within sixty seconds. No, unless you're fucking Spider-Man.
2: And of course, one of the beams are set to crack and fall. Like, do you think that was planned? Hoffman didn't check the uh, the strength
0: and oh. stability. Yeah, well, of Hoffman this wasn't trap. involved in this one, though. Remember?
1: Oh it right. You yeah. whatever. We're mixing yeah. it up. They're not beta, they're not beta testing. their traps, though. I get it. These their attention to detail has really fallen off in the trap making world.
0: Look, yes. he's 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 got he's missing a foot. You guys. <laughs> All right. Grant I, is doing the best he can
2: bravo i'm not walking across the beams i'll trust their integrity i
0: got real Um, uh, i got real quint vibes when he first does he shows up at that that survivor meeting it's like y'all know me know how i make my living <laughs> i saw people <laughs> you know so again let's not waste a bunch of time it doesn't succeed kale ends up you know getting well, halfway he, he's also got
1: a blindfold on that's really yeah. know i said so that. okay so he can't see and so i guess bobby didn't really have a ton of choice but he throws the key to this poor blindfolded man. And he's like, I right, move your hands closer, but then he doesn't make the throw. Bobby could have made the jump. Yeah. Bobby made a jump
0: earlier. That was like, he jumped to a rafter that was like, you know, like I want to say maybe five feet away. He could have made that jump to kale real quick, but he doesn't even try. He's like, I'm going to chunk this key to you, bro. And it I was, was
2: like, but they were at like 10 seconds,
1: yeah, but he throws it too hard. Cause it bounces off his chest. That's a bad throw. Or he also gave him bad advice. Cause if his hands were, where they originally were, he Look, would have caught it. He also skipped arm day. No, he, he obviously did it because he <laughs> tossed the shit out well, of that no, key. His
0: core, his core wasn't. If his core wasn't soft, it wouldn't have bounced off. You, you know? know, good call. Um, or if his core was soft, it would have like absorbed the impact of the key <laughs> and fallen into his hand. That's what I'm saying. Be fat, people.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> right. Or maybe Bobby was overcompensating because he got stabbed in the sides twice with them nails over and over again.
1: Maybe I maybe was like, dude, I fucking barely know you. You just were sitting next to me in a bar. <laughs>
0: well, that was his old friend.
1: I know. Okay. okay. That would
2: have been a fun reveal. like, bro, we only met through the scheme.
0: <laughs> so anyway, Kale gets hung. The time runs out. He gets hoisted up in the air. He hangs himself. And then Bobby goes, oh God, what have I done? Ah, and then goes to the next room. While this is all going on, this is all intercut with basically Hoffman breaking into the the jail cell where jill is he smuggles himself in in a body bag via body bag
1: now is hoffman like
0: just stop that question right there whatever you're about to say <laughs> it's dumb and it doesn't make sense
1: okay because like i didn't know if he had like special forces training or what because he like terminator is a whole police station he's just a badass cop bro oh he's like got Gabriel, the upper hand he gabriel's a whole police station oh boy, as well. here
2: we go he stabs him all in the neck throat <laughs>
1: Yeah, area too, the right? neck throat <laughs> yeah. which works look to, I'm
2: not a doctor okay
1: <laughs> which works to kill them but when he gets stabbed in the neck throat doesn't even slow him down
2: he didn't skip yeah. neck day <laughs> he must be a special forces of some kind yeah. he does stitch his own face back
0: together too
1: right also doesn't seem to have any ill effects He's to be able- fair
0: I'd stitch my face back up too I don't say I'd do a good job but I'd give it a shot <laughs> you think it would you would I'd need a to heal i go to the hospital for that let the professionals put do a little it.
1: back teen on that bitch you yeah. good he was going to but he burned all his IDs and I was like fuck
0: Oh, that's right. There was a scene where he burns all the like information that could link him to his. That's the thing is this is Hoffman's last stand. He's like, I'm going to I'm going to cleanse the palate. I'm going to basically like get rid of all the people involved. And then finally the work will be done. So he breaks in. He kills a shit ton of cops. He gets to Jill. And then he's like, I've waited so long. What did he say? My only regret is that I can only kill you once, or is that earlier? Yeah, no, that's what Something he like that. And um the worst part about killing you is I can only do it once. And she's like, "How dare you, sir?" No. And then I don't know what happens. She stabs him in the neck. Yeah, that's
2: right.
1: She has a pen. No, she gets no, a no, pen.
2: it's a finger file. A nail file. A, a, a nail yeah. file. Rather. Jesus Christ!
0: Whatever the fuck. Based
1: <laughs> this is so dumb. On how easily people die in the Sawverse, Hoffman should have been dead. He got stabbed <laughs> right in the. He p- stubbed his toe. He's finished. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even in real life, it looks like he got stabbed in the fucking carotid artery like he's got also, dude you can't breathe through body bags oh also, that
0: dude either he got him in in like 10 minutes or that dude fucking like suffocated in that body bag if they
1: didn't show he had little cans of air uh spaceball style <laughs> i like
2: that better i was I, gonna say that he injected himself with that slow down your heart rate shit uh, that's in movies
0: <laughs> yours is better this the stuff that uh was, does the first movie yeah Perry Air <laughs> yes. is the canned air in Spaceballs. Oh that's great. <laughs> uh, he's um, loaded up. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, he gets stabbed in the neck. Jill breaks out. I mean, there's like this cat and mouse chase through the uh, police station, and then um, and guess what? She does the classic blunder
2: of all females running away and hiding. She's making all the noises in the corner
1: <laughs> it's after she gets trapped by pushing on a pull door. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't find me here. Finds her immediately. <laughs> yeah.
0: Grabs her, straps her to
1: a chair, goes to the the
0: evidence room, sees the uh, the new reverse mousetrap, and he goes, "No, let's get the old rusty one." <laughs> and he grabs that, puts the it on her model. head. <laughs> he puts it on her head, and then in three D glorious three D fashion, we get to see the mousetrap thing actually work, and it blows her face open, it rips her mouth open, it chunks fly at the screen. It, this is basically this is the whole the point gimmick. for three D. Yeah, it's the gimmick. And we get to see the maltrap finally work on someone. It's disgusting. It, it is probably one of the coolest and grotiest like, kills in this movie. Uh, but she's dead. So now Hoffman's like, bada bing, bada boom, we're good to go here. And then wipes his hand and walks out. Now we cut back to Bobby who now is in the final room with his girlfriend, who is on this giant metal platform, basically on her knees because the chain has been pulled so short because everyone's died. He goes to touch the fence around her. It's electrified. Oh no. What's Bobby going to do? At some point the, the TV pops on or like the, the doll bust through the window or some shit like that. And it was all like, Hey, congratulations. You suck at this. Uh, now your girl's got to die or something. I don't remember exactly what's said oh. at this point.
2: Well, we missed the part where he's got to pull his own teeth out.
0: Oh, that's right. Before this oh. room. Yes. To get yeah. to
2: his girlfriend, there's a, uh, a combination that he has to enter in on a console to open the door and he's like, Bobby, I won't play a game. Are you a dental fan? I am. I love dentistry. <laughs> Inside of your mouth, there are two teeth. On these teeth are numbers. They're printed. You have to yank them out of your face. Put them in the right order and the door will open.
0: How do you get numbers printed on your teeth and not <laughs> fucking know it? You Even don't. if you're Carrie, yeah, you still, how do you manage without going like, hey guys, you know what? I think I got roofied last night and tattooed on my teeth.
1: Yeah. What's this weird feeling on my teeth? Oh, What's going on here?
0: Like- well, when he
2: got kidnapped from the parking lot, it must've had a sharp with him and just went, <laughs> you think it was
1: Sharpie? <laughs> yeah. Hope it didn't uh, rub off. Oh, Which it would have. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. But this scene was pretty gross because I don't like when you have to pull your own teeth out. That's. Uh, have you had to do that before? Oh, So many times. I barely have any teeth left. So <laughs> I brush my one
0: tooth. <laughs> it. As someone who has actually tried to dislodge a tooth when I did not have dental insurance. I did not come close to succeeding. I did not make a lot of progress before. I was like, this is the dumbest goddamn idea I've ever had in my life. Let a professional take your teeth out. Always. Novocaine is your friend people. If you don't have Novocaine, being knocked out's not enough. The The pain is unfucking bearable The moment you get underneath that tooth, you're done. So yes, these scenes are... Always churn my stomach because I'm just like mm-hmm. there's no fucking way. Like you'd be passed out from the pain. Remember the movie Castaway with Tom Hanks? Yeah. Where he has to knock his tooth out with that fucking uh ice skate and he passes out from the, the sheer pain of it? That shit's realistic. Like there's no way you're staying awake after ripping your fucking teeth out.
1: Fact. So another grave talk life tip leave dentistry to the dentist. <laughs> leave dentistry
0: to <laughs> dentists.
2: <laughs> One out of five dentists agree. <laughs> yes. Um I pulled out some baby teeth. But well, those are different. Well, that's those are, different, yeah. Right. The roots have dissolved yeah. enough.
0: I had a tooth that was lo- broken, and it was loose enough to where I was like, well, I can get this piece out, and maybe it won't wiggle and be painful. I basically sterilized a, a very sharp, tiny screwdriver, like a little like, mechanical one used for like computers and stuff like that, sterilized that, boiled it, and I was like, I'll put it underneath, and then just pop it out. Um, I got the tip of it just barely in between the gum and the tooth, and I was just like bawling in a way that was unbelievable. I was like, "No!" And then a little no. kid on a bicycle rode by and says, "I want to play a game, Gary." <laughs> yeah, it was like a saw trap. You going, Gary. You that? suck at this. Seriously, get in there, you pussy. Get in there, you pussy racist. <laughs> I'm not a racist. <laughs> like I'm not. Why do they keep saying that? <laughs> but um, yeah, so he pulls the teeth. He enters the code, and now he's in the room with his girlfriend. the The fence, the the shittily put up electric fence around him. He goes and touches it, and then he touches it again. And all I could think is that line from. Jurassic Park is like they never hit the fence in the same spot twice. They're
1: testing it for weaknesses. Yeah, well, Bobby (laughs) not as smart as Raptors. Everybody (laughs) knows that's obvious. Uh, We we Jason runs up, clever girl. (laughs) We did miss a totally. We don't have to get into deals, but all the cops get killed too by. uh, Oh, they're trying uh, to
2: open the door, and these pellets drop into water, and gaseous poison fills the room and kills all the cops as they're trying to get into the facility. It's so
1: irrelevant, and and the bad actor gets. Badly killed by automated machine gun you know, turrets. That
2: that scene. Oh, you're right. Okay, so the scene with the cops is like someone in the writers' room is like, "Wait a minute, what about all these cops? Yeah, let's write them out of the picture. Those guys are gone, right?" And as is Detective Gibson the worst actor on the planet? <laughs> is trying to solve all these things, and he's getting all these "Wait a minute" moments after the fact, <laughs> way after the fact, which I'm like, "This guy's the worst detective I've so ever bad. seen." Walter White style, Breaking Bad, fucking machine gun it pops out of the corner and just waste them
0: all. Done. That's they're it. done. Which, <laughs> did, which I was like, I was so upset about. I was like, that is so not Jigsaw. Yeah, like, no that trap. He would not do that at all. Like, he wouldn't be like, like surprise, machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play a game. Duck.
1: Well, it would be when they're like, shit, we've got eight minutes of movie left. Uh, awesome. Machine
0: gun them all. How do you not tie a puppet to the back of that machine gun <gasps> to make it look like Billy is like just oh, mowing you down? Like, <laughs> blah, 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 like, Rambo style. Like, oh. Put
2: a, put a red bandana on the puppet.
1: <laughs> yes. Because lack of attention to detail. That's
0: why. (laughs) Also, bad cops. They didn't check every corner of the room. These cops are the worst cops. They would have found the machine gun turret. This is the problem if I was Jigsaw. I'd put way too much time into the puppet aspect of things. (laughs) Like, yo, the puppet show was great, but this puzzle fucking sucked, bro. And you're like, I forgot to put bullets in the turret. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Click, 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 click. The Uh, chair rolls up where the spikes are supposed to be. There's nothing there. She's like, oh, I guess I didn't get spiked. And I'm like, shit, I forgot something. (laughs) That's the training years. Uh, So this part really pisses me me off because yeah so all the cops get mowed down as they're trying to like, get into the facility where Bobby's doing his thing Hoffman's Hoffman is, we'll get back to Hoffman in just a second. Oh,
2: this is when he's killing Jill. Yeah. These yeah. are yeah, happening yeah. at the same time.
0: And so then we cut back and Bobby, like the the TV comes on is like, okay, Bobby, you lied about basically having to put spikes in your pectoral muscles and lift yourself up. Now you got a chance to really do it. You can live the dream, baby. And so, um, I don't know why I'm saying more like macho <laughs> man as this goes on.
2: I, man, I want to say that Bobby has been skipping day because his chest is made of cake.
0: <laughs> oh. The way that those hooks
2: Slide into his no muscles problem. with no well, he's tension or the pressure. He's
0: putting it like under the skin, it <laughs> yeah. looks like. Which
2: you explains- got to go deeper, bro. Yeah, but his- he's putting no effort into getting them in there. He's like, ah, and there's like, Bloop,
1: because Bloop. all humans <laughs> in horror movie are made of some kind of jello, Play-Doh mixture. It's Play-Doh and Vaseline, yeah. <laughs> kind of uh, like that Necrotronic lady you yeah. guys were talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. yeah, he slides them right in, and it's like, I agree. He needs to go way deeper because, uh, shockingly, he pulls himself up, and it seems like it hurts like a lot. And then his skin gives out, and he falls to the ground <laughs> well
2: okay so we haven't properly described what he was supposed to do oh, and what he true. was claiming he had done in his book tell all <sighs> how i survived the jigsaw or whatever the fuck. why
1: didn't he called. just hook it into his belt loops
0: <laughs> jigsaw a summer to remember
2: yeah that's a good
1: god damn
2: it john <laughs> that's a good point nobody's there to say he can't do anything because all he's got to do all right the trap at the top of the trap there's some sort of outlet plug he has to reconnect and he's done And the video is like, better put it through your chest, Bobby. (laughs) And he fucking does
0: it. And then it rips out and he falls to the ground and is like, ow. (laughs) (laughs) This is is the thing about the first three saw films. Someone is watching to make sure you do these traps correctly. And if you don't, they'll kill you. Like John is right. He could have put it through his belt
2: loop and went, at this point though, because the thing is,
0: if it was Carrie Uless or Ules or L I can't remember. Um, If it was him, he's busy doing some other shit. If it was Hoffman, he's busy doing some other shit. Like, yes, you could have fucking like, again, back to my like, you know, use your shoes or use a bookshelf room. Like you could gotten away with using so much stuff to your advantage if you had just done it. But like, he's just too dumb to think outside the fucking box. Yeah.
2: Now here's a rewrite. We're there. We're in the writer's room. Mm -hmm. We're like, okay, someone like a John, someone smart is in the room and goes like, wait a minute. Why didn't he just hook it through his belt loops? And then we'd be like, ah, Ah shit! He doesn't make it all the way up before it rips out of his chest. He still has enough time to try something else. Then hooks it through the belt. Rather than doing what he does, is run back up to the fucking electrified fence and go. It falls down like an idiot. At least he would have tried something useful.
1: Or other rewrite idea. We can't have him suddenly be too bright. So he. I don't we, think we're in any danger of that happening. We established
2: him to be an idiot.
1: <laughs> he puts the the hooks through his pecs and finds out that you can't pull your body weight up if you don't have fucking pectoral muscles, and so he can't. He just has to He's
2: watch. He's it through the meat. It's yeah. not connected anymore. He's like, "Why doesn't this work?" He can't He's
1: lift tying his, in a knot. He can't, <laughs> he can't lift his arms over his head, and that's it.
2: I like that, too. <laughs> he just has to watch. That's still better than grabbing the electric fence a well, third time.
1: <laughs> he then takes the hooks off and grabs the electric fence again. He's also got a shirt, dude. <laughs> yeah. Tie
0: it in a, a loop and put it on the two chains and then wrap your arm through it and then hoist yourself up. So many options. Put the hooks on the fence. Tear, oh. <laughs> tear the Man, fence down. There are so <laughs> many. whip the cord to touch the chains and everything's electrified. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Listeners, as you can tell, Bobby fails. <laughs> well, that's why we're rewriting the scene. He's
1: so bad. He does it. To your point, for a writer, he cannot think outside of the box. He's like Jigsaw's like or the well, jigsaw he's a writer he,
0: he probably had a ghostwriter for this book knowing probably. Bobby.
1: Yeah. Uh so Jigsaw tells him what to do and he's like god these are my only options. I better not put any creative thinking uh up I go. Um and so his, his he fails and then I feel so bad for his wife because the platform she's on suddenly gets transformed into a furnace. It sinks down like about a foot and then the the walls shoot up around it and make
0: like a Sputnik style, like satellite around <laughs> her. And I was like, the first time I saw this, I was like, is he going to launch her into space? Oh, I thought he was going to launch this thing out the window. Why didn't they? That would have been so much better. <laughs> so <Dude>. much <laughs> saw in
1: space. They would have like chicked two boxes oh. off the,
0: the fucking franchise list.
1: Uh, and then of course you have two kids, right? They're like, Oh, look, a shooting star.
0: <laughs> and then so, but instead this thing's just basically like a cremation furnace clings up around her. And then she, and then it starts heating up, fires on the outside, and she starts cooking alive inside this thing. And I I will admit, this made me very uneasy. Like, my yeah. stomach was so upset watching her, like, they crispify some, in this. some good makeup work. You can see her skin, like, starting to Crackle peel off. On, and, yeah. And, yeah. and then Bobby just drops to the floor and, like, curls up and is like, why? And you're just like, God damn it, Bobby. So one of the differences with this one is that uh,
2: Joyce has to be told about Bobby's lies. Like right. this comes out while he's trying to hook himself in the pecs and she's like, wait, you lied to me, but I loved you. We were married. And he's like, I know I suck. <laughs> and they go on and on. But then as Bobby's trying to get himself to the top to plug in the, the cord, what exactly does that do? It just stops the trap. It's supposed it's to stop supposed the to trap. Stop the tra- he basically okay. plugs in the power, which basically tells it, hey, don't go any further. Okay. So while he's doing that, she's the only one giving him positive encouragement. Go, Bobby. I believe in you. I, I still love you. Love you no matter what that. you're a good person right, she knows
1: i will yell at him later right now <laughs> he needs to sort this shit out yeah true john, married fashion
0: john has clearly been married for a while because he's, he's like, just like oh this ain't over yet
1: yeah oh, when she if, if she did survive the drive home would have been a very tense one, okay he's bleeding from his pecs and she still would have been like so you want to talk about how you lied to me? I would have loved if the drive
0: home is just silent and then he pulls to a McDonald's. He's like, I'll take a number two. And do you want anything? And she just gives us, like, stares daggers at him. He's like, no, just the number two then. <laughs> Bobby loves his McDonald's.
1: Yeah. The real test would have been having to ma- stay married after that.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Good point. That would have been the jigsaw part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so his, to wrap this thing his up. girl
0: it gets cooked alive. And so now Hoffman, who has killed Jill in beautiful fashion with the reverse mouth trap. Back at the precinct. Back at the precinct. Is leaving the precinct. And out of nowhere, he gets jumped by pig faces, which is a running theme throughout the entire series. Like all the people who are helping uh, jigsaw. They were in the first movie that they captured somebody in their apartment. there's, there's There's masks. Every single one of them. Anytime you see it, you're like, who could that be? You're supposed to think it's jigsaw. But then you find out it's actually other people and shit. But this one, there's multiples. And you're like, who the fuck is this? And then Hoffman's on the ground like, you know, he got stabbed in the neck by something. Again. But this time it actually is effective because he's on the ground kind of begging for his life. And then the pig monster takes off his mask and it's Dr. Grant. Carrie Elwes. He looks up and he's like, you. And he kind of looks down and he's like, you. And it's just like this moment of nonstop flashbacks where you now realize that Dr. Grant was involved from the very beginning. And that's when we get that whole thing you described earlier. It's all like, Grant, you're my greatest puzzle piece. You'll help me from this day forward. Which honestly was kind of a shock the first time you see it, because after the first movie, he never shows up again. Carrie Ellis's right. character never shows up again, and it was because there was a contract dispute. There was like money dispute. Oh, really? And then it finally got settled, and he agreed to come back for this one. Oh. Now that that had been worked out, so he agrees to come back, and that's why it's supposed to be a two-parter. This was supposed to be the end of the first movie. This scene right here, and then the second movie was going to be the continuation. He takes of, over the jigsaw. Yes, how they're actually like like there's supposed to be a whole like extra plot line with that or something like that. Mm, okay, but um, instead Hoffman like realizes like oh my god it was you from the beginning you an OG then I, I guess Hoffman gets killed is that what it happens He just fades
2: yeah. away right I think he dies from that neck wound
1: you, you gotta think like man if you're getting stabbed in the neck twice in one day like evaluate your fucking life choices man you're on the wrong path
2: well this is probably is this the same day his face was ripped open too oh probably
1: or no. at least the day before yeah. yeah
2: he's had a bad couple of days yeah
1: absolutely <laughs> so I will say what I like about the uh, uh, the saw flashbacks is they play a like flashback Tune, if you will, uh, uh, that lets you know like this is really important. Pay attention. But if you don't know any of these characters, it's just like, <laughs> oh, okay, this is probably meaningful to somebody.
2: This means
0: nothing to me. <laughs>
1: Your flashback has no effect, <laughs> and that's the movie.
0: That is Saw Seven Three D. Real quick, sorry to backtrack. I I've totally forgot what happens to Hoffman. He basically looks up, oh. and the Carrie uh, Elwes takes Hoffman to the original saw room oh, where Carrie yeah. sawed off his foot and the corpse of the other dude from the very first movie is still in there rotting away.
2: And like, his foot. I love that they showed his foot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Carrie House's foot is
0: still in there. He basically changed chains Hoffman in there and Hoffman goes for the, the saw. He's like, Hoffman's ready to cut his leg off. Like Hoffman's like, I'm good with this game. Let's go, bro. Dr Grant takes the thing away from him and he goes nope not this time and then closes him in the dark room well, forever to be forgotten about. He
1: throws the saw directly at the camera of oh, course. Oh yeah cuz you got to have a last
0: little bit of 3D. Then transitions mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. one
1: room into like a completely different room cuz it was like blue. blue to green room <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah the color palette in this one was definitely like jarring very confusing. But um yes yeah, so basically um, Dr Grant closes the door on Hoffman where he's going to rot and die forever and that's the and then, it, then smash cut to the credits. So yeah so Hoffman gets his comeuppance in a way, or does he, does he escape? Is him and Grant going to have to go at it later? Only the second part of this story could have been told, but we didn't do that. We went with Jigsaw, AKA the origin story, AKA the corner of death. God, Jesus Christ. Jigsaw was trash. Yeah.
1: But we don't find out what happens to Bobby, right? He, we last see him just laying there crying as his wife's uh, baking.
0: No, we don't get
2: any Uh, follow-up. Easy big Julie. He he writes another book. How I lied about the first (laughs) one, but this time it's real.
1: (laughs) So arguably the main protagonist of the The movie.
0: The redux, if you will.
1: (laughs) Doesn't have an ending to his story. None of them have endings to their
0: story. Everything is left as open-ended, and I think that's because there was supposed to be a second Uh. film. But again, you knew. The thing is when Six didn't do well, they cut it down to one movie. Writers, at that point, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe wrap these motherfuckers up. But these numbers don't oh, agree with that what statement, though.
1: Bobby and Hoffman were now chained in the room together.
0: That would have been a interesting. La one. That would have been interesting if Bobby, but, but Bobby survived his task. So. But
1: not successfully, I would argue. But what is, well,
0: how do you define success? Not having all my
1: friends and wife killed. <laughs> it's got no teeth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is one way to describe success. Yes, oh, everybody I love still here. <laughs> yeah, I did it well. What, to, to the point of the, uh, not making money. The fact that this one made one hundred thirty-six million dollars. Yeah, like to just then pivot to a whole other movie that aren't really tied to this plot. But line. what
1: did Six make? Because they're saying they made this decision after six.
0: Yeah, six didn't do as well as they thought it would or something like that. It didn't turn the profit it was supposed to. So, therefore...
1: So maybe it bounced back with seven. They were like cut down
2: far lower. 11 million budget made 68 million.
0: There
1: you go. That's
0: probably why they were like the the return on investment is not insanely massive like the previous ones. Then
2: do you think we're seeing the blow up of the 3D aspect? Is that what got it up into the 130 million?
1: I mean, this movie came out right when I was obviously well into adulthood. I don't remember Saw 7 being a cultural phenomenon, but it made a ton of money overseas.
0: Um, Let me see if I can find it real quick. Like this was the highest grossing Saw movie overseas. Like it, like overseas. This is the most the most Saw movie has ever made.
1: International take. Yeah, exactly. So,
0: so the international audience was like, "Yo, this is our jam," (laughs) and they were like, "Well, that's enough for us to say, let's make some more." This one looks
2: like it made forty five million in the U.S. and the rest of the money was worldwide.
1: Yeah, it's pretty low. That seems right because yeah, I don't remember like. Being like, oh, I saw seven. Let's rush out and go see it.
2: I stopped after two. Yeah. I watched like I think I watched three on home video, and was like, I'm done. I don't need anymore. Honestly, one th-
1: through
0: three is worth it. I yeah. stand by that. But yeah, uh, Jigsaw is completely standalone. Now it takes place well after everything. But I think Jigsaw is the one where we find out about the like the uh, abortion, not the abortion, the uh, the miscarriage stuff like that. Mm. Which
1: one has the in- the poor insurance worker who gets like totally harassed and murdered just because he wouldn't approve like some sort of experimental drug? Like two or three. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, split-
0: or unless that was Jigsaw. But I don't
1: fucking I know. know. I just felt bad for that guy because <laughs> he's just doing his fucking job.
0: So real quick, you guys, when I went through the whole series, I didn't take a lot of notes, but I did take real quick notes. Saw one. Decent for its time. Saw 2. More loose with the plot, but intense as hell. I really like the kills in this. Saw 3. Great plot devices and a lot of thought put into this trilogy. Wow, they really went for it this time. I applaud this. (laughs) Saw 4. This is sort of trash. Didn't need John's backstory and cop plot was piece of shit. Saw 5, the game seemed rote and other than a work-together aspect was one note. Saw 6, the moral plot of this one is a good, interesting concept and the dead will judge you as a rad idea. The kills are absolute trash. What the hell happened, guys? The Hoffman story is a tad ridiculous at this point and I think we should end it. Saw 7, 3D effects just bludgeoning you in the face. Cop wants to be Brad Pitt from 7 so freaking bad. Holy crap, this story was convoluted and pointless. Saw 8, Jigsaw. Badass cop and muscle cars. I guess this is a new thing we're gonna have to deal with. And then the rest of my notes for Saw A is trash, fucking trash. This is trash. This is abysmal trash. Why am I watching this trash? The reveal of this movie is trash. The plot twist is trash. The backstory is full of trash. Traps are trash. What the hell? And then Spiral. I like this one. <laughs> that's my. That's my less than sixty seconds review of the entire Saw franchise.
2: Um, okay, recommendation time. Are we recommending this film? A being a good film and B being fun.
1: As a perspective of someone who barely remembers the Saw franchise, I'm going to say no to both. It is certainly, certainly not a good film, and not even and it is a, it is not a fun film. It was kind of tedious to go through. Like there's more enjoyable to watch Saw films if you're just looking for Saw like a Saw movie to watch than this one.
0: My vote: no to both. The plot, if you have no concept of the previous franchise, the plot is so convoluted and messed up that it's not even worth trying to figure it out. And the, the plot device in this, like, I like the concept of like, oh, you were faking it. That's so weak sauce compared to everything else you got to suffer through.
2: I would also not recommend it, but the second viewing, I had a little better time with it, mostly because I was trying to remember the plot. I was like, "Oh yeah, that. Oh yeah, that. Wait a minute, you oh, were working yeah, your core out." <laughs> right. <laughs> um, the traps, like John said, aren't the best of the franchise. There's much better stuff
0: going on in one through three for sure. Yeah, I'd avoid it. But now, even five was more entertaining. Five had some co- like four and five had some really cool like deaths. At least they still had like really unique, fun deaths.
2: Yeah. I, I always go back to the one where they have to razor blade through their finger webbings and <gasps> fill up and fill up enough blood <laughs> in a jar
0: to turn the machine oh off.
1: so... Well, I always think of the one where she has the, the two people have to cut off literally a pound of flesh. Yeah. That one is that's that's tough, one of the early, dude.
0: like, intro kills
2: from one of the movies. Yeah. Ugh. I am curious what this one's like in 3D, though, to experience it in 3D. Uh, I, is that a, an option? Like, I wonder if they sell a 3D version. I
1: bet it's equally bad, except now you'll get a headache as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. All right. So that's going to do it for this one. Three thumbs downs on fun and being good. It's
3: not. <laughs>
2: so uh, We're going to have another one next week. We're going to give you a double
0: content all November. Hey, it has to be quadruple content because we're doing four episodes for the entire month. Well, we usually do two a month. and we're doing four. So it's. Oh, I see. Okay. Your, ma- your math adds up. I'm an
2: idiot. <laughs> so next week we got another one on the slate based on its score we're doing the final destination but it's not Yes. Spoiler alert,
1: John. (laughs) Yeah. It's at best a Final Destination. (laughs) And now they've announced another
0: one. It's even less of a Final Destination. (laughs) Pretty
1: intermediate destination. (laughs) It's a a rest stop.
2: (laughs) It's a rest stop on the way to the Final Destination. (laughs) We'll tune in next week and we'll have that one. Listeners, have you seen Saw 3D? Are you a fan of the gore? Do you think it's fun? Let us know in our comments section on uh, Twitter. But uh, tune in next week for the Final Destination. See you then.